Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So what did I do? You know what I'm talking about turning the TV on and putting Chucky in front of it when I told you it was time to go to bed? I didn't do that. Oh, no. What did Chucky do? Walk into the living room and turn it on all by himself? Did you do that, Chucky? Andy, stop it. Now, come on. Under the covers. Hurry. Say something, damn it! <laughs> this is Film Sack. <laughs> damn it! Damn it! Oh, sure. Hello, and welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode 624, and this is our second to last week of Sacktober 2023. Mm-hmm. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. He just had some alone at... What? He just had... Oh, I screwed up. <laughs> I wrote this wrong. He just had some alone alone... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> for Reset. He's just had some alone time at Night Willies. I don't know what that means, Dunaway. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, that's from the that's from Aunt Maggie. She said that on the phone. Oh, she you said, got the I Night said, Willies. The squealies. Yeah, I got well. the, it's a case of the Night Willies. Oh, hi. Hi. This week on Film Sack. Hey, what was that? Hmm. This week on Film Sack. We, psh, here it goes again. <laughs> this week on Film Sack. Aha. Ah, nothing. Okay. This week on Film Sack, we find it mere child's play to call upon our misappropriated big city voodoo magic while dying after getting shot. So it's to transfer our souls into the creepy toy doll of HBO Max Max for a jump scare good time when we put on our footy pajamas and snuggle up under the blankets with a half tub of butter and a bowl of diabetes flakes to watch this revenge horror film from 1988. Rated R for really your dog killed Aunt Maggie. Really? I don't believe you. Driver's side under the seat, crotch stab. Yeah. Hallelujah. I'm a believer. Anywho, I recently ordered a few birthday presents from backalleypeddlercart.com, a.k.a. Timu, where the refund policy may or may not involve attempted rape by a mouthful of bad teeth. Mm. So let's see what I got. Oh, it's a slightly shot up Lakeshore strangler figurine with uh, tiny hands and a gun. How off-brand for a strangler. <laughs> Speaking of off-brand, what else we got? Ah, a box of disappointment. It's a 1980s-era 
boys toys toolbox with a real effing hammer to weaponize the fatherless kid who asked for something else entirely. But grandma <laughs> is on a fixed income, so she got this instead. Thanks, grandma. Yeah. No, really. Love you and miss you, grandma. Oh, <laughs> and finally, it's an easy to reach box of matches to burn all this shit. I said no refund. Randy? <laughs> Let's play hooky from school and sneak off for a train ride to the bad side of town where we can pee in the snow and take revenge. Jockey! Jockey! Oh, that guy peeing. I'm going to talk about him. All right. Uh, nicely done. Also with us, Randy, don't shortchange the peddler Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. All right. Listen up, man. We have a new serial killer on the loose, and uh, it looks like it's a little kid. I know. This one is weird, but... It looks like the serial killer is a small child, and we've got to do something before more lives are lost. To it, it says here the Second Greater Blood Crusade. I don't, I don't know. I said the name's a work in progress. I, yep, the name's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. We have the kid in custody, and hold on, hold on. Yeah, damn it! I've just been told that the kid killed a cop. Okay. Oh man. We, we need to assume that there's a malevolent spirit in play here. And you're all going to do just fine as long as you follow these three rules. Number one, Mm. don't believe in this malevolent spirit theory until it's literally killing you. And even then, probably still don't believe in it. Number two, we're sending only men on this case since it involves an unmarried straight woman. And we have a policy of enabling crisis love stories, if possible, if possible. I know it probably won't happen, but you, you have to shoot your shot. Number three. If you find yourself in a jujitsu match with a small inanimate object that is suddenly and miraculously animated, you are required to do the dumbest thing you can think of at the time. If it has a knife, you turn your back on it. If it's been killed and returned to life several times, you assume this time it won't do that. You're now officially the stupidest cops that ever lived. Now get out there and die meaninglessly without an explanation that anyone will ever believe. Uh, Officer Big Lips. So you're referring to there. Officer wow. Big Lips. Yeah. He had some weird <laughs> lips. Uh, also, the voice of Jack Skellington for some reason. Anyway. So, yeah. Um, Prince Humperdinck. Oh, yeah. Right. That guy's a weird yeah. career. Anyway. Hey, it's also finally Brian Stabby Stabby through the back seedy seedy ibit. Oh, that's a long ass knife. Uh, all right. So, uh, this will be interesting because I get to listen to this somewhat for the first time like you guys because um, wow. Wednesday I had my COVID and flu shot. And so Thursday had kind of an eight-hour, 100-degree fever and and completely wrote and recorded this during my fever dream. So I can't wait to hear uh, what I did along with you guys for the first time ever. Okay, here we go. Excellent. <laughs> When we were young, just eight years old, there were certain playthings that would hurt children any way they could. (laughs) From potential choking hazards, to dolls that would eat hair, to easy bake ovens that would set fire to whatever kids put in there. But it was well known that good guys were the worst of these With the voice chips that would say hidey-ho As they lashed out within inches of your eyes We don't need no talking, Tina And I'm beginning to hate you (laughs) 
We don't need no Annabelle <laughs> No Megan, okay, she's a malfunctioning robot Chucky, leave that kid alone Hey, Chucky, leave that kid alone All in all, you're just a, another prick in a doll <laughs> You're just uh, another prick in a doll. Yeah, it's a lot of setup just to get to that joke. <laughs> right, right. It's we don't need no C batteries. We don't need no string to pull. Just incantations in the toy store. Chucky, leave that kid alone. Hey, Chucky, leave that kid alone. Just another prick in a doll. <laughs> all in all, you're just, a, just, just another a, prick <laughs> in a doll. And the guitar part memorized. Yeah. So, what are the chances you would use this song? And yesterday, I just listened to the entirety of the Wall. That makes did no you sense. really? That's oh, crazy. Wow, I, I listened to it about a week ago. Yeah, I, really? that's crazy timing, man. Didn't expect yeah. that. That was great. Uh, I'm not listening another, to it again until I can get the vinyl. <laughs> another prick in the ball or the doll. Sorry. Uh, hey, prick in the doll. Yeah. Uh, that movie we're talking about is Child's Play. Yes, the 1988 uh, doll comes to life and tries to kill everybody. Uh, original, the one that started it all. We'd seen two, but not one. And now we've seen one from director and Spider-Man Tom Holland. Uh, different Tom Holland, I guess. Obviously, Not this is one. Same. This is one that was, this dude is born in the '40s, so I don't think that's him. Anyway, uh, written by him plus John Lafayette, Don Mancini, and uh, starring Catherine Hicks, Chris Sanderson, uh, our Big Lips cop, and Anson, or Alex Vincent, our kid. Uh, they don't say it here, but Brad Dorif, of course, very important as your uh, Chucky yeah. voice and hugely uh, important. Yeah. And still going yeah. as that character, like all these years later, twenty five years, thirty five years later, thirty five yep. wow. years, later, years later, yep. and it's still uh, in every every iteration of this. I think so. I like the the wow. things on on TV, the TV series thing too. Is that true? Yeah, too? that's I what I was know. referring to. I I don't know if he's been okay. in every iteration all the long way. Right, I think he has. I think that's one. I think that's true, but I'm not. I you don't count count me on that. I'm not sure, but he's great, man. We love him. He's freaking warm tongue. He's telling the king a bunch of shit that isn't true and stuff like that. He's great. <laughs> that's right. He's the Deadwood Doctor. He's the he's all those things. And in this thing, he's a voice mostly, but we do get him at the top of the movie. This might have been the only one where yeah, he's, he's, he's in. A, it, you know, yeah. he's a strangler running away with a gun. I was like, he didn't strangle anybody in this movie. I thought that was kind of ironic that he uh 
mm. was the was the was the strangler, and his his fan, hands were too small after this. All I could do was bite. He was yeah. the uh, South Side yeah. biter, I suppose. Now I don't know exactly. That's true. What he he had a to. voodoo friend. Uh, he had uh, yeah, he, yeah, who was very pissed. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. I was like I couldn't remember I couldn't remember if I'm like oh how did he get these voodoo powers? And I'm like oh yeah yeah. The voodoo uh, from the big city. That guy. I love that guy. Yeah, he's right. great. Yes, he's great. Big city voodoo. It yeah. is funny how they have to take a long time to finally explain like how this two-bit robber uh, yeah. is uh, knows these you know incantations to transfer his soul into the doll. Yeah. I just I, like, yeah. Right, I mean, you just got right to my favorite thing in the whole movie, mm-hmm. which was when, when Chucky performs uh, sort of like reverse voodoo leg-breaking. Like it just like, I don't know why, but I just thought it was so clever that he had, he knew how to grab a doll of the voodoo guy and then manipulate it to make the voodoo guy like fall apart. Like just, it was, yeah. Yeah. Don't Don't never tell anybody where you keep your secret voodoo doll, I believe is what uh, he specifically said. Oh, that's the, that's (laughs) the, that's the, that's the message of the whole movie. That's the, that's what we're supposed to walk away with. one rule of voodoo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hoodoo, hoodoo, voodoo. Hey, check this out. <laughs> You're going to make a voodoo doll of yourself yeah. put somewhere. Put it where, where nobody uh, can get it. Awesome. Hide it with your yes, porn exactly. stash or whatever. Yeah. Uh, fake Fletcher would like to have a word and explain the film uh, in some small words. <laughs> so we'll let him have uh, his way. Here you go, fake Fletcher. Child's play. A struggling single mother unknowingly gifts her son a doll imbued with a serial killer's consciousness. It's full of all kinds of movie bullshit. And you're a real doll for hanging out with us today. <laughs> <laughs> what happened in the, it tried to put so, some commas and some dots in there what all i put the in end? all i put in there was he he like h-e-h-e oh really okay. and, and what it made out of that i'll play it again <laughs> it makes no sense oh, i love that it's horrible this that's is a little all scarier than the movie the yeah it's very weird mm-hmm. um but yeah oh, there wait, you go. wait 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 you just said it you just said it was the movie scary I just like, no, this is the thing that I really want to get to about this movie because my memories of it, you know, I was a kid. So my memories of it are based on other people's reactions at the time. Right. Yeah. And they were, I remember people being scared out of their minds. Oh yeah. There were people, we've heard from people before this episode say this movie scared the shit out of me as a kid. I can't wait for you guys to sack it. I haven't been able to watch it for all these years. I wow. think the the lesson is if you're a kid, yeah, it was scary. But I it, guess so. Well, yeah, I don't, don't have to so. be the, the criteria because man, it, it's a scary. I think it's kind of like scary as like. Uh, oh God, you think? I think not as scary. I think it's clowns. like clowns because I, no, no, no. I think well, that's the thing. I'm saying that some people are terrified of clowns. Other people mm. find them like what the hell ever. Mm. Same with dolls. Mm. Dolls are scarier Maybe. for some people. Yeah. Not yeah. scary for, for other me, people. It's there's, just like there's, oh, there's an a entire puppet. room at the Zach Bagans house of curiosities in vegas that is nothing mm-hmm. but dolls and when you're in a room full of that many dolls it does get freaking <laughs> you're scary. outnumbered it's, yeah. you're Supposedly outnumbered the, that point, the annabelle it. doll is well it's in a different room at that place but it's uh it's also right. there at that place yeah but well, um no for me this was like uh this was like a freddy krueger movie it was you know comedy with a little tiny bit of horror and a lot of gore uh creep show tales from the crypt the movies not the tv show Although the TV show has that kind of same tongue-in-cheek humor, yeah. so it didn't. Yeah, I think uh, where they made a mistake think, here, though, is I there wasn't enough are... gore. Like, if you want to, if you want me to be scared, the doll's never going to do it. If you want me to be uh, disturbed, nothing in this movie really disturbs me. So the right. only other third thing you could do is make the kills more gory, and they really weren't that gory. It was just kind of like, yeah, 
I I think where the scare is in this movie and other movies like it, like Freddy Krueger, it's not that it's scary while you're watching it. Actually, they encourage you to kind of take it lightly. Mm. But then it's the kind of story and idea that sits with you. And as you slowly start to fall asleep, you start thinking about Freddy Krueger and suddenly it becomes very real. Mm. Same with Chucky. Mm. It's like, it's like, what the fuck was that noise? I was giving language. Uh, what was that noise? Um, <laughs> I said that. Sorry. You got to believe there that. Goes our, Sorry there goes that. our family yeah, friendly. Right. That's what I say when I'm by myself. I know. I don't say, oh, what was that noise? I, you know, I, I dropped yeah, that yeah, bomb. You were, you were, you were fully in character. You were going method. Right, 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 yeah. right. The, uh, the thing with this though, is that, what disappointed me and I, I had a good time, you know, I knew what to expect going in and I got that and I'm, I'm satisfied with it. But the thing that, that I feel like is a missed opportunity, the thing that they really should have done is take advantage of what Chucky can do because he's a doll. Uh, Freddy Krueger does all these really cool dream things because he has the ability to travel in a dream. So he can kind of do whatever he wants. He did whatever he wanted in those first movies. And that's what kind of made those clever and cool and a little bit scarier chucky could have ripped one of his arms off and then used you know hid the arm someplace to attack somebody and then sewed his arm back on in a later a later scene or something do some right some things that that only I, a doll would be able to do that's a great point because what he did instead was let's do stuff a super powered toddler would do and it's not the right, same exactly yeah. well, yes yeah, I, that's a good point, but I don't think it would fit in with this particular story. That's the reason why I think the Chucky series is a lot of fun to explore because you can do stuff like that. Because even at this point, the Brad Dorf character doesn't understand that he's not, you know, he, that he's like not immortal. He, he's starting right. to turn human. They right. kind of reveal that about halfway through. So I don't think, you know, he, he indicates that tearing off stuff hurts like hell. Don't do that. So I think you could explore that idea. But in this one. Well, sort of. Those rules were all over the place because at one point he was like, I don't feel I don't feel any pain. Do whatever you want to me. And then he and then he got his hand done something done to, i can't remember what happened and he was right. oh no he burned his face with the cigarette <laughs> I lighter loved, i would have loved to see with him going lighter. yeah I, I would love to see him outlining his plan to rip his arm rip off rips his arm off and then screens for 30 minutes because yeah because <laughs> it hurt so bad the, the scene where he's in the fireplace <laughs> yeah where he's in the fireplace may as well have been 30 minutes of him screaming like it was yeah th- that yeah. they really went to town on the screaming <laughs> chucky Oh yeah, that, right. That scene. They were like, "Mr. Dorif, could you please? We need an 800th take of you screaming bloody murder." And he was happy right. to oblige. But yeah, I'm I'm with really, Ibit on this. Like, really just goes, do do some do some stuff that only a doll could ever do, and then you really right. lean into the theme. And I don't know, maybe future movies did it too. Was pretty bad, my memory, if memory serves. Um, oh, see, I'm I'm recalling two very fondly right now. Mm, so, mm, like, mm. I here's the thing: they they try to make a good movie, and they largely succeed. There's some great cinematography in this movie. I felt like the acting was on point. It wasn't as right. it wasn't bad enough that I was taken out of the movie thinking about how bad the acting was. Mm-hmm. And uh, I felt like the script had really been worked on. It wasn't like thrown together. This felt like something that was quite mature. You know, like that 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 someone had thought it really thought about every every little word and phrase. Mm-hmm. I I just like you you can't help it all hinges on a doll being vicious. And it, that's right. the that's the part where it kind of doesn't work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with Randy 100 percent because I kept thinking about the action. I'm like, oh, this is really good acting. I was like, mm, take your foot off the pedal on the good part. Maybe genuine. I felt like the yeah. actors 
and actresses got it. They was like, oh, this is this is how someone would really react. Yeah, with this kind of stuff. So I mean, felt, that felt good. Some of it, sure. I think the late. So the lady drove me crazy, and I'll tell you why. And I figured it out about Catherine, ten minutes Catherine in. Catherine Hicks. Yeah, this is why she drove me crazy. Catherine Hicks, right. the actress, fine, whatever. But a true Karen in the movie. She, yeah, her name is Karen. <laughs> she was right. in. She was the lady in Star Trek she Four was, uh, that drove Kirk's me. Girlfriend, yeah, yeah, yeah drove me spoiler. up a tree in that movie. Drove me. Oh, really? Crazy. She I, was the whale expert, expert, right? Yes, and she drove me nuts. Whelpert. Like uh, to the expert. <laughs> from the first time in 1984 in movie theaters on a date when I saw that with a girl, I still have memories of how annoying that woman was in that movie for me. Aww. And so when I see her in this, I just immediately go, "Oh, it's her again." Really? It's her. That's funny. Yeah. She didn't bother me in that. Ordinance. Yeah, I actually, I actually thought she was True. like a high point of this. Film. Oh, when we watch, listen, when we get to Star Trek Four, which we will, it's on our list. <laughs> I know. It feels like the the only one we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Uh, the original. We'll yeah, get there, and I think you guys will be a little shocked at how hard she's very hard to watch in that i really? think now, anyway. just keep in mind i like this movie so you think i'm still going to be shocked uh I, well <laughs> look i don't seventh heaven watchers by the way like no uh, but she, i heard yeah, she was in that. that what'd she yeah. do in there she was somebody's mom or something what's her name she was yeah mom she main was, character mom i never saw it either it was a little little too i watched too much it, for me but uh, <laughs> yeah a little too wholesome sure uh she's mostly oh, so, whatever whatever love boat yeah. <laughs> well, that's because he was stuck hey. at his grandparents, you know? You have to, Listen, Doc right. was getting it on with everybody. There was nothing wholesome about the love boat. That's true. They had some really, they had some dark shit going on in the love boat. You just, <laughs> didn't, really you just didn't recognize it as a kid. But she is known for Star Trek Four Voyage Home, Child's Play, Seventh Heaven, and Peggy Sue Got Married. She played Carol Heath. Oh, we have not seen Peggy Sue Got Married. I film site. We need to watch that. Don't know if we need to. I don't know if that's a thing we I need. Th- I think we should. Do you? Do you really? Because Randy, I think Randy agrees. Uh, do, I don't know what he's doing. I 100 percent agree. I 100 okay. yeah. agree. All right, all right. I'd, yeah. I wouldn't say no, but I'm not sure I'd <laughs> it's say yes. It's a thing yes. that I thought. Again, it's one of those in the list that I thought we'd already done for Film Sack. So to hear you say that we no. haven't done yet surprises me. Wow. Yeah. Scott we, would not say no like you would if you were talking to uh, asking questions of a, 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 a yes, street right. vagabond. And and you know yeah that guy didn't oh by know. the way there's there's only I don't know what the hell they're talking about there's only bad side of town in this movie I don't know yeah. there's no good side of town to be in yeah. mm. did he have a name town. what was his name in the um, um what was his character character's name was it uh, I'm trying to find the actors what Street, I'm trying to Street, do Street McGee Street oh the McGee. the uh, the, the rapist, uh, home person experiencing homelessness the only the only person experiencing homelessness with bad teeth in a shopping cart yeah. <laughs> I love it. Making like Juan, double Juan the Ramirez, I believe. Okay, Juan that's the guy. That, okay. that, that looks like it's right. His, his I, teeth made me think that his breath was real bad. That's all. Oh, yeah. 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 He likes to see what grossed you out the most. Yeah, he kind of grossed me out. Nothing else was gross. Like the movie was kind of. It really wasn't. I didn't yeah. even write one down. I think, I think I put like maybe a runner up. It wasn't was, that. It wasn't that half a tub of butter on toast. Oh, I mean, God. Man. So <laughs> country crock, man. That's not even butter. Right. It's country crock. It's not even yeah. butter. Yeah. What is country crock? Is that margarine? It's like a yeah, it's a, it's a margarine it's a it's product. A butter substitute that is I think <laughs> saltier or something. It was I remember getting and I was like, oh, I like this better than butter. And I probably would yeah. given the chance, I probably would have eaten it by the spoonful as a kid. If, if it was right. what grossed out Scott the most, it's gonna be one of the most basic that we've ever done. Because like there's that sequence goes on and on, and like the kids walking all the across the apartment spilling milk in a trail, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, and orange juice and, and orange everything. Juice. 
Yeah. Like yeah. I, it was pretty gross for for being just a, a simple. Spill. You know what? You guys are but right. For a kid, for a kid who you know can escape school, find a subway, get <laughs> make his way onto the right subway line, all that stuff, to not be able to like simply butter toast feels like uh, right. Yeah, they, they enough to go pee before they go take the yeah. revenge. I mean, yeah, on. they start with him. They started him right. out as like, hey, he's a he's a kid in every way. He's a six year old who doesn't know how to put cereal in a bowl and not spill milk 400 times as he's trying to do it. Like they really yeah. established that. And then later, you're right. He's like MacGyver like out navigating there navigating the city. Like he yeah. all of a sudden yeah. he's Magellan. Yeah. It's, it's, he's in the Chicago, worst right? part of town in Chicago. Uh, off the L train me, or whatever the hell like that was just right. insane to me I do but yeah. I do love this is like late 80s but I do one of the things that that just enamors me with 80s movies is kids that act like adults I I mean I know we were kind of going through a thing where we were having latchkey kids and so a lot of us kids could relate to you know having a huge amount sure. of responsibility for ourselves and the house and everything else for that matter um and I just really appreciate movies looking back and going man these kids are really you know hitting way above their batting average or something mm-hmm. is they, they it's, it's interesting i, I don't like we see that like, as much i would like to believe that i would have been that competent incompetent <laughs> at that age like right yeah. right I, yeah. I i remember being kind of forced outside to do whatever you know yeah. it was uh kind of was, forced or really forced <laughs> yeah, yeah i yeah, I, it's hard to it's hard to really say now. Now that I have my own kid and like I see it from my parents' perspective, you know. Mm-hmm. But right. I think i I would have been I would have been able to navigate the city a lot better than I would have been able to make toast. That's mm. what I'm saying. Mm. Right? Okay. But could you navigate the city with a doll that is the size of you? <laughs> I I can't decide what that doll weighed. The entire yeah, movie, right. the weight of the doll kept changing. Yeah, it changed a lot. Right. When it, it was a when it was a kid, batteries. when it was a kid and not a not a animatronic anything, um, that was right. when it was most effective for me because there was a, there were points of action where it needed to roll out of the way or you no, know grab a knife I'm and sorry, run, good. like some of that stuff right. looked kind of cool when there was a person in there. I guess it only is a problem because the other times are kind of stiff and puppety, and now now they look right. they don't look good together. You know, I don't know. There's this is a hard movie I to bet. make, especially if you want people to take it yeah. seriously. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Like I even wrote one of my notes is my notes. Uh, my third note on here is how can anyone take this doll seriously? Is what I wrote, and I I think yeah. my brain is like I don't know, man. This, you want to be scary? Classic, it just isn't doing it. It's not scaring me. It's classic horror trope, you know, of the to- that no one believes me. No yes. one believes me, and they just oh, they that just goes on for so that. long that you know yeah. if if it's good for a little while, but then it's the and then they reuse it, right? They reuse it when the mom then sees yeah. Chucky operating yeah. without batteries. Every, basically, every adult that comes. Oh God, along. that's true. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's, that's right. Because the five phases then of I don't believe to, it. Mm-hmm. Humperdinck right. has to do it with his uh, <laughs> his colleague. His, even even at the very end of the movie, the and and I actually thought this was the most brilliant way to end it. The other cop says something right. like. How the hell are we going to explain this? You know, like we, right. we don't have a we don't have a K, uh, anything. We got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean, I was, the second movie should open up with all of them in uh, in some sort of mental uh, facility <laughs> holding <laughs> cell. <laughs> right, right. Yep, that would work for that, sure. That was, well, actually, that was that was kind of brutal too when we see when we see Andy in that holding cell at the insane. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. shite. Yeah. I'm like, they like they put him in a real facility no like yeah. a, not like a child's facility yeah. and by the yeah. way that Drawing guy that adult. doctor 
that was taken care yeah. of him. Looks like Jason Robards and uh, Gary Busey had a baby. I've, I've seen him in so many places. Yeah. That's Jack Colvin. He's he's TV TV guy, right? That's, yeah, that's what we're talking about. But he's yeah. got he's got so Busey's mouth like Busey's teeth and mouth. He does the teeth. I thought, yes. I thought it was Robards at first. I was like, whoa, what yeah. is he doing here? The rest of his head is Robards. Well, I mean, you know that's, a, the, that's the reporter who's always chasing down uh, Bruce Banner. Oh, right? it that's, is, isn't it? It's the you yeah, don't yeah, like yeah. me when yeah. I'm angry guy. Uh, Boy, he uh, he used to be a little skinnier, wiry dude yeah. uh, back in the Incredible <laughs> Hulk days. Yeah, that's funny, right? Jack Colvin, huh? Weird. Wow. All right. I did not recognize well, that. I knew he looked familiar, though. I was like, wait a minute. I know this guy. And then yeah. I, didn't, I never bothered to really Usually because you only see him over your shoulder as you're like leaving out of town. As you're, sad, as you're as walking you're away to the sad Hulk music. Yeah. The, the, the biggest problem, I have a scientific problem with that with this doll. And the, is in that the mass of the doll doesn't change. So right. it is whatever the mass of that doll is. I don't know what it weighs. Uh, I don't know how dense it is. A lot. But whatever it is, it it that would change a lot. Because there are parts where it was just like throw it like a sock. No big deal. And then right. there were times where right. it is literally overpowering people with its weight on top exactly. of them. Well, it's be- yeah, sometimes it's, becoming- it's stuffing. It's the supernatural <laughs> hand wavy. Yeah. Uh, and that's annoying. Human. He's he's becoming yeah. human, though. I mean, it's kind of consistent how yeah. his weight increases over time as he becomes flesh and blood. Yeah, but the only thing right? that was so flesh I mean, and blood by the end was his heart. So I don't know. No, sure, but, no he, but, was, but, he was bleeding from other places, too. When uh, he got according shot. to Tom Holland, the creator of this thing. He is becoming a flesh and blood creature as the film goes on. Okay. And thus, Mm -hmm. thus the doll is supposed to be getting heavier, which explains how it has been able to generate a little more momentum or whatever. Mm -hmm. The problem for for me is the, one of the first things the doll does is knock someone through a window or whatever. And it's like, no, it's not, it's, it's so really lightweight at that time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was trying to watch that scene again because I was like, okay, that's where he has that hammer. Right. So he just kind of runs at her and she kind of like falls back, but I was already having trouble with that anyway. Cause I'm like, who has an apartment window at that height? And the window is fragile as freaking fly paper. He's just, yeah, that was nothing. Mm -hmm. Is that that supposed to all be San Francisco or something? It looked like it. I know we're in Chicago, but those, how those, the way those housing, that, uh, yeah, that house looked like a San Francisco, like, uh, Oh, I thought it looked real Chicago. Really? Maybe I'm, maybe maybe those two styles overlap. I just always think of that Chicago, that what's that bay window kind of style with the, yeah, not brownstone, mm -hmm. but like, uh, yeah, I I know that, like a turret kind of thing. Yeah, that's what it is. And they and they um they have the, the other one the, the place where the guy gets bl- or the whole place blows up. It's another another yeah. dude uh, yeah. his bucket list that he's checking off. Yeah. Um yeah. that that also reminded me of that. So there were a couple hey. of times I was like, "Are we oh, just- <laughs> That one felt super Chicago to me because I feel like uh William H Macy must have spent a lot of time there when they filmed <laughs> Shameless. Oh yeah. <laughs> right, right. That's a that's actually Love a pretty it. good call. It was, uh, you Poor know, there, that was actually a really cool explosion. Um, I want to yeah. give the movie a yeah. little credit for some pyrotechnics here. A couple of nice explosions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that one in particular was like, whoa, my gosh, they really did blow some shit up. That wasn't just a model, you know? Yeah. Was this our good. first, like, I, I was trying to think, was this our first, I mean, we've, we've seen a lot of like puppets come to life, but was this our first toy doll come to life kind of movie? Uh, Small Soldiers uh, we watched, right? Short? Yeah. That well, I mean, was later no, no, though. I mean, like in, in the history of of filmmaking oh, in, oh, oh. In not not on film sec but on uh, right 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 in general uh, i mean like, Taki this, Tina what, in, uh, in twilight zone that was the first thing i remember you know, oh yeah that right. might be the og there i mean it's yeah. got to be it's got to be an old common thing because i remember as a kid i had this clown doll and i 
Right. A doll and a clown together. What the hell was I thinking as a kid? But anyway, <laughs> I had that thing and it we would sit on this. It, my mom would keep it on this rocking chair that was always in view of my bed. And when the door was shut and the lights were out and it was nighttime <laughs> and it was even worse because I had a nightlight that would cast weird light on it. Mm. And oh God. I, so I think this is a this kid. Is what, it's just a kid. Are you thing. sure you're just not thinking of uh poltergeist? <laughs> It's, it's Wait, just, it's well, almost exactly like that. It's almost exactly like the that. poltergeist. The, the, the clown doesn't get up and run around, right? It's just, it's just, was it a clown in poltergeist? Do we hear it go like, like it's a, where, where did we hear yeah. a toy running around in a bedroom where I the kid remember. couldn't see it? Cause then he looked over and the clown was gone, looked under the bed, wasn't there, came up and, and, uh, uh, and that's when it wraps its arms. That was the first time I ever remember seeing that, that like, uh, decoy or or um, subterfuge right. where it's like, all right, it's gotta be under the bed. Oh, it's not there. Oh, okay, and you relax, and he comes up, and that's when the clown gets him. <laughs> and they use it like it's such a trope now. With usually it's the um, uh, medicine cabinet, right? They like open right. the medicine cabinet slowly, and then as soon as they close it, the person is right behind him in the mirror or behind the door or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> That was the first time I ever remember seeing that was with that stupid clown. It made me, I had to leave and go to the bathroom. Is that him? Is, <laughs> that, is that him there? Because if I didn't, I was going to pee in my seat. Is right, that him? Right. I just put in, the, in our Discord. Is that him right there? There you go. Yeah, that's that's it. Now you, yeah. maybe it. Maybe it does get up move, but not so like the earliest. Chucky. The earliest I can find is a an Anthony Hopkins film called Magic from 1978. Oh, yeah. Shit, that sounds scary. What is that? That was a... Ventriloquist dummy, yeah. right? He's got a dummy yeah, yeah, named Fats who come, who comes to life, or maybe yeah. Uh, ventriloquism isn't magic, dummies. by the way. Dummy, <laughs> <laughs> not not you. I'm just saying the people who made that movie. Ventriloquism isn't right. magic. Yeah, <laughs> right. that's true. They come think. On, by dummy. the way, all of the uh, stuff I read about f- everyone's favorite Chucky is it's it, the, is the curse of Chucky is the one to see. Yeah. Oh, is it? I've never I don't seen think it. it. It's kind of like that's that's why I give this one a little bit of a past child's play because I feel like they're setting a lot of groundwork here. And it's kind of like you don't necessarily know what you can or can't do. And you're trying to probably focus too much on certain characters and certain ideas. But after you've lived this thing for a while, it starts it looks to grow like, legs. It looks like Curse of Chucky is the sixth one. It's from 2013. Okay. Right. Oh, that's more recent than I thought. Didn't know they were doing them then. Yeah. So we do, by the way, yeah, before man, we get too far away from it, we do need to put magic on the uh, the film set. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you are you yes. convinced? Now? Never. I remember seeing the trailer for this thing as a kid and uh, freaking me out. But you've got you've got uh, Anthony Hopkins, you mentioned, and Margaret Burgess Meredith and uh, Charles oh, yeah. Emerson Winchester the Third. David oh, Austin Steers. Wow. Uh, What's the name of it again? By, directed by Richard Attenborough. It's called uh, Magic. What? Magic. Directed by. Richard. Not narrated by. But uh, not narrated by. <laughs> not the one. Wait, Richard Attenborough, the one that. Oh, not David Attenborough, the brother with not the nature. Da- not right, David. Right, right, right. He's right, a, right. spared no expense. Attenborough's who we're talking about yeah, here. Yeah, but this right. is this is the same person who uh, who made. Um, uh, sorry, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, right? That's that's Richard uh, yes. Attenborough. Well, he's yes. he's an actor in that, but yeah, he didn't make. He was he played he was Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. Yeah. He, yeah, he's the one that he's he's Doctor whatever, or the head of Jurassic Park. What's his name? Yeah, he's uh, ha- not him. He spared no expense. Spared no expense. That's all we know for sure. <laughs> spared brought, no expense. He brought okay, his grand. I've added it to my watch list for film set. He brought his we'll, grandchildren we'll in and it. put them in danger immediately. That's what he's known that's for. Right. right. See what else he's directed. I see. And then he gave a, him ice cream. Oh, there it is. Uh, oh, what a lovely war! Young Winston, Bridge Too Far, Gandhi, 
He wrote. A, he directed a little film called Gandhi. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Chorus line: Cry freedom, Chaplin, Shadowlands, and Love and War. Gray Al cr- closing the ring and magic. Yeah, he did all kinds of cool stuff. Magic, magic. Gandhi won Gandhi. won something for maybe director. Oh, best picture, if I remember correctly. Best picture for people, sure. I can't remember. If he people got used to treat Gandhi like it was a long movie. Mm. <laughs> Nowadays, it was I can't 191 watch. minutes, two yeah. hours and ten minutes, two oh, hours no. ten minutes. I don't have a whole hours. afternoon. I mean, this movie was only an hour twenty-seven, so I could definitely know the feels. Oh, I loved how short this was. This was great. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know what you do with a Chucky movie? Don't make it too long. That's that is a rule. Almost a little too tight for me. I looking back on it, I was like, you know, I could have used just another minute or two at the beginning of uh, establishing how just how terrible Brad Dourif is. Like, Mm. I didn't I I didn't understand to start that he was as bad a person as he was. And it's real hard to get that across once he's trapped in a doll. Yeah. It just seemed like a, like a skeevy, uh, heist guy. Like her, he didn't seem like a serial killer to me. Just seemed like a, no, he didn't seem like a strangler either. Cause he's got, he's got his buddy fast Eddie, who's like like out at a drop of a hat. He's like, I'm out of here, buddy. And uh, he's he's running around with a gun. So what's the point? What's the yeah. what's he strangling? Hang, and hanging what's out with Voodoo, out with Voodoo Carl, or whatever his name is. I don't know what his name. Yeah, is. Yeah, Voodoo, Big City, uh, Big City Voodoo. He's <laughs> yeah. like uh, he's he's going and and he's all like, I don't use my Voodoo for good. And he's like, I can't believe you perverted this. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right, his name, by the way, this is this was fun trivia. Charles Lee Ray is derived from the names of notorious killers Charles Manson, yeah. Lee Harvey Oswald, yeah. and James oh, Earl Ray, who assassinated name. Martin oh. Luther King. Yeah. It's a wow. great name. It's terrible people. Great name. Well, and Brad, Brad Dourif still continues to have one of the best photos on IMDb. Yep. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Is it the little gray, black and white gray hat thing? A little black and white one with his little hat and bow tie and everything. Yeah. yeah I love that. <laughs> I was worm tongue. He's great. He's uh he's such an interesting actor in everything I've ever seen him in, but he's got to be like a million now, right? How old is he? Uh, yeah. Which is not he, that old. But he's got the, he's got a kind of look that like it just, it's just an advantage that Lori gets. Yeah, it doesn't help that his IMDb photo looks like it was taken in 1925. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> oh, he's, he's in the uh, 1950, like, like, so like he is 73. Hat. 73, wow. Yeah. 73. Ex, uh, Exorcist 3, uh, he's in as another serial killer, oh. so that's fun. That's cool that yeah. he gets to do that all the time, I guess. He's, con- he's convincing. Um He's in, I'm sorry, did Chucky cross over with WWE Raw this year or like a couple years ago? Yeah. He, he's the voice of Chucky right. in WWE <laughs> Raw. Right. He seems to be oh, getting. Please tell me, please tell me that there were wrestlers up there pretending to have a fight with a doll that they were like <laughs> flopping so, around. So you got to be careful. Like... You can't do no dwarf tossing. That's very close. You yeah. got to be careful. Yeah, oh, be careful. right. Maybe having a, right. a little person in a Chucky costume. Mm-hmm. Those wrestlers. Yeah. It looks like, yeah. it looks like, like what happened is that they had a WWE person on the Chucky series. Oh, is that oh, what happened? Okay. Well, it says yeah. WWE. E raw, yeah. No, what? A, okay, I can't. They've credited him on an episode of WWE Raw, and that which has everybody well, yeah, like sure. Lawler. You, you, and, you have Chucky come on the screen and yell at everybody in the arena. Right? Yeah, okay. so he's oh, okay. okay. So he's doing the angry talking. Then is what you're saying, angry talking part, not the, actually yeah, out the, of the, the ring. The uh, taunting, sure. Damn, I want right. him wrestling. That's what I want. What are you guys Me doing? Me too. I wanted to uh, see, see guys up there holding the careful. doll. You like, oh, you oh, oh. What if you it's a kid? Can't. It could be a kid. Put a kid in there. It's fine. <laughs> or or you have like a, a wrestler. 
better. That seems like an, uh, a safety hazard. You have, maybe right. you have like a wrestler come out, but they're standing right in front of a curtain, and Chucky comes through the curtain and grabs them and pulls them backwards. Mm. Oh, there you go. There I, you go. I think what you do is you just have him come out. Is that uh, the commercial that they show in the middle of this movie that I completely mm. forgot about, where the person's in the full size suit, where it's like oh, uh, yeah. HR puff and stuff kind of size Chucky. I'm like, oh, oh that's area right yeah, there. Yeah, that was cool. Mascot that thing was huge. Oh my gosh. That, yeah, I didn't enormous. like that yeah, at all. Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah. It's uh, Speaking of all that, they use, uh, they use a whole bunch of ways, as we've talked about in the show, to or in the movie, to show Chucky. This included RC animatronics, little remote stuff. Uh, they had some little people once in a while. They had child actors once in a while. Uh, it says here, various animatronics and cosmetics were used for every scene throughout the movie. Chucky's cosmetics transitioning from uh, toy looking to more human looking. Uh, the feature, let's see, the film created multiple Chucky animatronics, such as a flailing tantrum Chucky, a walking Chucky, right. and a stationary Chucky. <laughs> a so. stationary, in other words, it's a Chucky doll. Yeah. Just a stationary Chucky. But, that, you know, that I have to give them credit in this one regard. In 1988, there's a lot of variety going on with that doll. And I guess I'm, that yeah. kind of is impressive yeah. for its time. You know, I don't know what it looks like. That new I stuff now. Puppetry work, so I may be a little skewed here because I love, I love practical puppetry work. It, I do too. It's, it's such a but art. you know what's love scarier it. than this? Gremlins and Gremlins is full of puppets. And why that? Oh, yeah. Why is yeah. that more scary? I don't know. I don't know. I think there was a greater. I felt like there was a mm. for some reason because of the sheer volume of Gremlins. There's a greater danger where when you really mm. stop, if you if you stop even for half a second and go, oh, this is a small doll. Even if it's full human mass, I probably could get away. Because you're getting zerged. Um, you're getting zerged by numbers, right? Yeah, maybe that's right. it. Yeah. Mm, hadn't thought of that. But I also think I, there's a, there's a certain chaos and just like abandon to those uh, to those right. gremlins that I think probably freaks me Chucky, out the most. Yeah, Chucky's the, greatest power is his ability to surprise. That's that's mm -hmm. his greatest well, right, power because of his size. Sitting there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like a yeah. cat. You're just sitting there. You're watching TV. Suddenly he jumps up. He's biting your arm. Like, what the hell's going on? And yeah. you throw him across the room and then you can't find him. Well, yeah, which is, which is true of, of Gremlins. It's true of E.T., right? Like they just, they're right. all these, all these creatures that move around and surprise you because they're so small that you don't see them behind the couch. Mm, and that's right. like, uh, that's where I feel like the, uh, the brilliance of this movie goes because so many times I'm like, oh shit, where's Chucky? <laughs> right, like many times go. watching this yeah. movie, mm -hmm. I had that thought, and that's exactly what you want to engender in your audience. It's really any scene where you've got the other characters like trying to find him or looking around or whatever, and it's like, all right, I know he's somewhere in this house or he's somewhere in this car. Which, where is he? What's he going to do? Mm -hmm. Which, which made me laugh like a lot during this film because I'd never really thought, once again, watching this movie for the first time critically instead of just you know yeah. haphazardly, yeah. and so yeah. I'm like. I'm like, creationally. hell, <laughs> right? How the hell is Chucky getting around town without people seeing him? I mean, he is like all over town. <laughs> trench Even coat with little, little trench yeah. coat. He just yeah. runs around. Three, yeah. three, dollar, like, three dolls on top of each other pretending to be a full man. <laughs> exactly. <Yep. clears throat> was yeah. everybody so high on drugs in that town that it was like, oh, looks like that's what I yeah. usually yeah. see. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like just said earlier, that town is a bad part of town. My, my favorite bad, thing bad about this series is this original film was supposed to be called Batteries Not Included, and they had to. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, really? I love it. that movie. Uh, oh, yeah. I, do, I don't. Thank goodness they changed I it. Don't, yeah. You don't. I don't, I don't like the movie title. Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm not saying but I like Child's the Play movie. is great. I don't think the name yeah. Child's Play is great, but I think Batteries Not Included is even worse. Batteries Not Included sounds like a sex romp. 
Well, it's, now uh, you've seen <laughs> batteries not included, right? You've yeah, the, seen movie, the real movie, the Spielberg, movie. Yeah, the, the, the asterisk, yes. which is why they right. did it because they found out he was making one. They're like, we're not competing with Spielberg names, guys. Call it something else. That's right. all they called it. Mm-hmm. Called it Child's Play. I like Child's Play as a name. Uh, batteries cool. not included would be a fun watch here because um, I love that movie. I, I don't. Have a I don't that. remember how. I don't remember how I feel. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I remember watching Cocoon. it. We need to watch Cocoon too. Because that was the deal. It was movie. like a an apartment building, uh, yeah. alien robot-y flying things land on the top, and everybody changes right. everybody's life for the better kind of thing. Yeah, and you it's like Jessica well. Tandy and and Hume Cronin, just like Cocoon, just like Cocoon, yeah. the same couple, just like Cocoon. and they're right. running around doing old people shit, and there's robots. It's fun. <laughs> We're doing old people shit. <laughs> you want to make some more grits? Is what old people do. Yeah, <laughs> just, just old people shit. Oh, I didn't know. Sorry, I just saw this out of my I didn't know that uh, Mark Hamill played him in that remake in 2013. That's Chucky. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's Mark. Ch- oh, Chucky is Mark Hamill in 2013. In uh, what's it called? Okay. Uh, I guess it's just called Child's Play. It's just a remake. Uh, this is the one yeah. that they a lot of people claim is very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can. Um, you know, de- just deal with remakes. Like it's a literal remake of the first movie. That might be yeah, fun to yeah. see, just to compare to what we just saw. <laughs> For sure, I think yeah. So because- I'd like to see if they learn some things about you know making the doll do doll things. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> do, do doll things, and also introducing like Randy had mentioned, uh, Brad Doris character at the top when he's still alive. Um, you know, yes, maybe right. he Give can entice more some kids with some toys. Mm-hmm. A little irony, maybe. Yeah, they did a they yeah, did a good job with that with uh, Jackie Earl Haley and the um, the Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, yeah, remake. Yeah. I thought that made it a lot scarier than the oh, original. I meant to. I still have never yeah. seen that. Is that worth uh, seeing? It is. Yeah. yeah I okay. Think so. I saw that's up there now. I might I might sneak that in since we're not doing it. At least not yet. We're sneak not doing it. it. Yeah, it's like I'm sneaking one out. Um, hmm? this is uh, <laughs> that was very sneaky. I love this one. This is a fun. This is a fun bit of trivia. Despite their long-running collaborative effort to bring Chucky to life, voice actor Brad Dorif and special effects wizard Kevin Yeager never met in person until they were both guests of honor at a convention in May of 2018. So all those oh, years wow. later, the guy yeah. who's voicing like your robot them pointing at each other, mouth <laughs> open, <gasps> 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 like Spider-Man out there doing the meme. yeah, the Spider-Man yeah. meme. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I thought there was some pretty good voiceover work in this movie. However, by the end of it, I was like, I wish they'd just given Chucky his voice the entire time. Like yeah. the entire uh, time. Instead of the, yeah. hi, I'm yeah. Chucky. I want to yeah. be your friend till the end. I hate that. Mm-hmm. That, that annoying. But it was okay. That, I'm not saying that was bad. Is that, all right. So is that, that's also keeping in line though with the, he's in the doll, but he's slowly becoming human. And so that's kind of the, the, you know one of the first things you get as you start to become human in doll form is the voice. I'm, I'm right. saying what I'm saying is Grima Wormtongue is a fantastic voice actor and he could have done oh, that no entire, worries. that entire progression. Yeah, he could. Yeah. Well, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying that they could explain it as being his, his transformation from doll to human. Oh, right, he, right, right. Yeah. But like, yeah, but like, at, like, the, like a, at the end when he's trying to right. get some sympathy in the very last second, he's all melted and screwed, and he's about to get shot in the heart. Yeah, and he and he says, "Oh, I'm, hey, Billy, or whatever the kid's name was, his name Andy. 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 Oh my gosh, it's Andy because it's like a dark Toy Story. Toy Story. Toy story. Yeah. Well, it's just a toy. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Why I, was, I don't know why Seinfeld was here. I don't know why he went Jerry, but I love it. Yeah, but uh, he he does. He kind of fakes a very soft sort of. I'm just your toy, Andy, kind of thing yeah. at the end. And he Come could have on, done bro. that throughout. He We're probably solid. could have. That could have been the original voice. I agree. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, so in the 2013 one, now I'm really curious if Mark Hamill runs around and kills people. Like if he's a, you know, I hope so. Live action. He plays a good villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, dude, he's great as a villain. I heard something mm-hmm. the other day. What was the hell was I listening to? I couldn't believe it was Mark Hamill though. Blew my mind. It was something audio or maybe it was a animated thing, but he just was, I was like, I'm sorry, what? And I had to turn it up. It's like, yeah, that's Mark Hamill doing his thing. And it was great. So yeah, I, I guess what we're saying is that's fine. Mark Hamill's fine. Keep right. him in there. Uh, here's some scrutiny. Speaking of this doll, hold on. Scrutiny. If I can find it. Uh, scrutiny. Scrutiny. Uh, according to trivia, and I just don't know if this is true. Maybe it is. We could probably find out. The My Buddy Doll line took a huge hit from this movie. And oh, sure. According to this, never feels like, never recovered, if that's true. I don't know if that's true. That feels though. like bullshit. But I, know. I, I could certainly see. I don't think... Yeah, because first of all, the kids who are getting my buddy, you know, watching this. No, they're not even in the audience for this. (laughs) (laughs) Right? No kid goes, Mom, I really wanted my buddy for Christmas, but uh, since this child's play movie's out, I can't do it anymore. It was a fad. It's a fad. It's like like blaming the garbage pail kids for the cabbage kids' destruction. That's not going to happen. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, you could be the worst mom ever, and when your kid does want a My Buddy, uh, give him a box the same size as a My Buddy box and put a pair of pants in it and not do it (laughs) as a joke. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. socks. Some socks in there. Yeah. Uh, not, and let's not do it as a joke. Let's just do it as like, oh no, this was the only box I could find to put pants in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was horrible. What a horrible. She mom. was a bad horrible. mom. Yeah. Well, you know, later and she got eye- she got all vengeful and went on a you know a hell bent uh, tirade trying to find what was going on and trying to convince mm-hmm. the world this doll was real. And you're supposed mm-hmm. to like get all behind her and go, yeah, that's right, Karen. I never could. She drove me crazy. <laughs> I just, really? I, I loved it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did too. I really enjoyed yeah. her performance in this movie. Too, it's yeah. over the two over the top. There's something about the uh, the actor's style. I, no offense well, to her and, personally. But. And it's also, it's also a combination of her and uh, Prince Humperdinck because he is, for some reason in my mind, he is destined to be her husband. Like, I just like, right. as soon yes. as I yes. see yes. the two of them, I'm like, oh, yes. they're. Right, exactly. They're going to they fall gave, in love because of this. They gave us a little bit of comedy. Uh, will they? Won't they? Uh, throughout. Did they? With with that couple? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, there when he leaves, he's all talking about her and stuff. And yeah. This, oh. this, now she doesn't uh, seem to reciprocate. Yeah, but talking but, about her like she's a crazy person who believes that a doll can talk. No. How romantic! How romantic and yeah. sexy. Hey Sid, you know what they say about crazy women? <laughs> Gee, I hear crazy women. <laughs> <laughs> you don't stick your gun in that. Yeah, I might. My, my, yeah, I my, got no. I got no. Will they? Won't they? Out of that whole thing. No, but I. You could tell that. Like, well, I don't remember. In the sequel, it's the same kid, right? This Alex or this. Uh, yeah, Andy but he kid? goes to live with his aunt in, in Child's Play too. Not his dad, because his dad is dead. Not dead his dead dad. aunt either. His <laughs> dead is dead. Nope. Because his dad, her his first aunt flew out the window, so this Maggie. must be a second aunt. Yeah, Aunt Maggie. Yeah. I don't think she's really an aunt. I yeah, think, I think that was an honorary title. Mm. By the way, that's yeah. uh, Diana Manoff, who was in. She yes. was one of the pink ladies in Greece, and she Man was uh, Danny Dallas's uh, uh, late wife in the in the, the TV show Soap. Oh, it wow. was a heartbreaking. Oh, I like, forgot the first, about that. The first death in that movie was like so st- striking because she gets shot by yeah. the mob. Damn, dude. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Um, it's like, wait, this is supposed to be a funny soap opera comedy thing. How are you killing off a great character? Here's a here's a crazy bit of info. Um, Brad Dorif is in 173 movies. My gosh. Well, was a lot of that wow. is TV, but still, he's a busy yeah. boy, this man. He's a busy boy. <laughs> anyway, oh, I was yeah, trying to find... He doesn't have time to update his uh, IMDb photo. 
Just like those restaurants it's, we talked about, his first movie IMDb was in 75. Ever. I'm, oh, just, yeah. I'm talking yeah. over Scott. I apologize. No, you're fine. You're right, it though. It is so freaking good. I, if that was my, if I had that photo from 1979 or whenever, I would keep it forever too. <laughs> For sure. Yes. When was Child's Play 2? I'm trying to find if this, what the deal like is. With the uh, 1990. Uh, oh, wow. So it's two years later. Oh my gosh. He filmed later. so much Felt stuff in between these movies. There it is. 90. Okay. So he's in it. Where's Jenny the... a gutter, I think, but I can't remember what her relation to, to the mom was. Joanne like, Simpson. Uh, yeah. I, Let's see. Yeah, I, I don't know what the deal is. Was it just going off with a friend for a while or something? I, I think know. so, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Oh, my gosh. Greg German was in that. <laughs> I don't remember shit about two, you guys. We watched it together. I know. Yeah. I don't remember anything. There was a, wasn't there a conveyor belt fight scene? Like a whole, that's all Season, I remember. Yes. It was definitely it's a conveyor the, belt. At the, yeah. at the facility where they make the good guy dolls. Right. Yeah, so. it wasn't, that's right. Wasn't he going to get his, uh, his essence? somehow yeah. incanted into all of the all of the dolls <laughs> i think that's right yeah it's, it's so great. dumb it's not great brian it's not great no, right. it's, it's great. not great no look i understand the place i respect it for what it is and that it's oh here we go so know. here is the story meanwhile andy barclay now eight years old has been in foster care ever since the murders his mother having been institutionalized for backing up andy's story about the killer doll oh. andy goes to live with foster parents phil and joanne simpson who are also fo- also fostering That's kyle a cynical street mart teenage girl oh wow i don't believe anything you're saying about the doll okay. i don't believe it so hold exactly. on a second i thought the they, they seem to be ending in a happy what happened to dr or, uh, officer lips this is how yeah, this is officer, how horror movies. He probably uh, got killed in the first minute of the day. No this officer, is how uh, no horror films at all in the sequel. It's yeah, in it. okay. You, you wipe away everything from the previous one. Well, okay. So the series is known for this. I was reading some stuff about the creators, and they said that the the fun with Chucky is that he's never no no movie is the same as the previous one. Uh, they try new right. tropes. They do new things. Sometimes the doll is straight up um, animatronic in one of them. He's like an animatronic doll mm, yeah. and not a doll doll. And so that's a rewriting of things a little bit, and they do it every time. So I don't know. That's fun, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Yeah. I don't know who's like pining for it. I don't know who the people yeah. are oh, that man. are sitting there and going, "Oh, dude, there is a whole, people love." Okay, so I worked at Blockbuster. <laughs> We've talked about this in the past. I'm telling you, man, people come in. They were so every weekend. Oh, we're gonna rent Child's Play again. I'm telling you, man. There's some people that love this movie. Yeah, and the series. I yeah. guess I, you know, to uh, each their own. I just can't understand. The- uh, Andy is back for three. Not the kid who plays him, but the character. Uh, now he's in military school because uh, he didn't do well in his foster homes. Oh, well, uh, you know, it keeps happening. I can almost guarantee dolls. you he's like, I've been through counseling. And I no longer believe Chucky's real. Chucky's real. Yeah. I can but you haven't, that, you you haven't seen it? You don't have it on Blu-ray? I, okay. It's been so long since I've seen. I watched one, two, and three. I think when I was working at Blockbuster still, and uh, I loved them all then, but I've only, I haven't seen three in. Mm. What is the year? What is the current year? Yeah. What even is, <laughs> what is time? I don't Too even know. Years. Right. But I like, I, can, I like, there are things I like about this movie. There's things I like about the series, but it turns out most of it is just con- conceptual because in actual execution, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm usually just sort of like, oh, okay, this doll. Like Megan is a thousand times better than these Chucky yeah. movies. So much. Well, yeah, I just mean, watch Megan that has, for the first has time. all the Chucky series to to to, to call upon. Well, to so learn yeah, from, to learn from sure. sort of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sort of. 
I mean, I watched get... Megan right after this, by the way, or maybe right before. Oh, what'd you? What'd wow, you, that's you dangerous. What'd I you know. Think? I, th- I realized it as I was doing it that uh, it was a bad idea. But uh, do you like it? Is that Will Wheaton I, in I did part really three? Like it. Yeah. Is Will Wheaton in part? No, three? that's Justin Whalen, who is uh, Jimmy oh, yeah. Olsen and Lois and Clark. Oh my lord! Oh my god! I always sometimes I get them. Yeah, uh, especially this age, I get yeah. confused. Sometimes. Yeah, you, you, you thought you paid for it. I'm old. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah. Did this come from Timu? <laughs> oh no, I did. Yeah, but I did really enjoy uh, Megan. I thought it was uh, uh, predictable, but but uh, good. Yeah, and that. they nail the the the. They know what they're. They know that movie knows what it's supposed to be. Yes, and it really right. leans into those things that a robot would do. Like, but you, but you also get the, and you know that yeah. robot is nobody's ever saying, "Oh my god, that robot is alive." You know, it's like, all right, well, she's malfunctioning and she's somewhat aware of what she's doing. Um, but it is that whole like, now here's another person who has to convince everybody that that she's malfunctioning, she's yeah. bad. Now here's another you know couple people who worked on the project who have to convince everybody. Yeah, so it's, uh, we've got to watch Child's Play three. I kind of forgot about all of this stuff. <laughs> oh my god, right. I've gotten so much in for next year. All right, Child's Play three subtitle or uh, cover box blurb. Look who's stalking. Oh, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just leave this here for everybody to look at. Uh, yeah, that's look not, that's not Bride of Chucky, right? That's not, that's not that. No, no, no. That's three. Okay. No, it's like almost like Dream Warriors, if I, if I remember correctly, where it's got like all these, a group of teenagers kind of dealing with all this oh, stuff. And I hope it's all the teenagers from military school. Like, uh, it's pretty much a like military school uh, thing, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't know this. So Bride of Chucky. Sorry, I'm all over the place. Uh, yeah. Jennifer Tilly was Tiffany the doll. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. And she's amazingly creepy. She's perfect. I don't remember that. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, Catherine Heigl's is like her first thing. Weird. Oh, wow. Mm. And John before the Before Train 2, where, where uh, she's uh, Steven Seagal's daughter. Uh, was he? There's, was she? I don't remember that. Wasn't she the daughter? Maybe. In which one? In which? In, two? in Under, Under Siege 2. Yes, Dark Territory. She yeah. was the daughter? Okay. Yeah. I don't remember that. <laughs> you know the subtitle. Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. because <laughs> no, I just pulled it up as you were saying. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have my okay, Catherine good, good, Eagle good. Uh, uh, knowledge down that well. John Ritter is in Bride of Chucky. There's things about Bride of Chucky we should probably dig into. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. that's we also can't, a, But a we can't leapfrog through. We have to see three, and then we can get to the Bride of yeah, Chucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm fine with, uh, you know, a Chucky every uh, October Chucky is fine. Just do yeah. one every year, you know, mm-hmm. until, we're, until we're out plenty. of them. Um, yeah. here's, uh, here's the thing I noticed. Uh, this is a bit of a trope. Oh, where'd it go? I lost it. Oh, shit. It's gone then. All right. Never mind. Oh, I got a question. The color of blood is never right in this decade of the 1980s. <laughs> it's like yeah. dark brown or black or, or, yeah, or right. too red, like strawberry red. It's just like, what are you guys Everybody's doing? Everybody's different on the inside, Scott. You didn't know that? <laughs> right. I just know that I've watched a lot of horror movies this month, many of them newer, and they're getting, the blood tech is down. We are with it now. Oh. We got it. We know what it looks like. We know that it's dark in pools. We know how it looks when it's thin on your skin. We can pull it off. What was going on in 1988 where we're like, eh, just throw a little raspberry cream in there and it looks like that looks like blood, right? No. 
it's close enough. It's not even near close. I hate it. It drives me. It pulls me out of all these old movies, and that includes well, then great don't go old back movies. and watch any kung fu movies from like the seventies because sometimes they just they decolorize it completely. This looks like water, just like paint and some. Weird. Sometimes it's just like paint, right? Like I, I saw, I rewatched, uh, I rewatched Casino for reasons. Right. I don't know, a month ago or something. And uh, every time there was blood in there, same problem. It just looked like somebody dumped some smuckers on the table. And I'm like, mm-hmm. even Scorsese can't get the blood right. What are we doing back then? Right. Yeah. Did we not, not have like the we right material? Like. Can we have, listen, I know it's, we have a lot of a listeners. Lot, that, was, that, that is actually a really good question. I, I don't think it's necessarily the, the, the material. I think it may have been the photography problem. I'm not sure how mm, that were registered on those particular Red is, red is a tough film. color to... Yeah, to get right. right. But it's also like the, you know, you've got to figure out not just the color, but the consistency. And sometimes the stuff you use to make the right consistency doesn't have the right color or vice versa. Like Caro syrup and right. and red right. isn't quite right. It's too red, but it's got the right consistency. And blood turns brown after a while after being exposed. So you've got to like, mm. you know, play around with that. Because if it's, oh, this person was killed three days ago and there's still red blood all over the place then then it doesn't look believable. i think as we move along into movie making i think we become more and more dependent upon experts in fields yeah. to make yeah. things better mm-hmm. i think that's right and, and the internet comes along out. and the internet allows yeah. all of these professionals working in disparate places on disparate things to communicate with each other and find out oh there's a guy who's doing a thing that's real good and then suddenly everybody's doing it mm. you know so like these filmmakers probably someone know uh, some producer knows a blood guy and they just bring that guy in to make a mix of something and they don't really care right. mm. before a certain point when everybody's I'm here talking. to make the blood yeah uh, that kind of authenticity, I guess, grows with how how cinematography grows. So I think it's all tied together. We have listeners who are in the film business. Maybe somebody will or pipe in. Jay Funktastic. They're dying is. right now. Literally, they're trying to transfer their <laughs> essence into a doll. They are. Oh my they god, are. they're so stupid. Ah. Yeah, they're losing it. I wouldn't. I you know, I wouldn't blame them. But we don't know. We don't know these things. That's why we ask. Don't you know, stuff. we don't. We're know. not experts. Um. We talked about what grossed me out the most uh, a little bit earlier, but it really it did come down to peeing on the homeless tent. I just that grossed mm. me out. <laughs> and I know that's not really happening, and I know that there aren't people there really peeing, but the concept right. of people just peeing out in the open, that's rough. I can't do that. Right. That's not a part of my life. Really? Because yeah. like, didn't you spend some time in China? I did. And there were, it wasn't bad. There was, uh, well, okay, let me back that up. Hong Kong, <laughs> oh, back that up thing. Back Hong, it up. <laughs> Hong Kong was the cleanest city I've ever been in. It was amazing. Okay. Yes. Hong then Kong I, then sure, I drove. Yeah. Then we drove into southern China to Shenzhen, the home of SARS, and um, there was a lot of pee. So you're right. It's it depends on where you're at. There was pee. There's a little bit of poo. I have to be honest. A little poo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People. Sure. What I what I remember being blown away I by think at the we're time. A little too hung up on poo here in the united states i think we need to start uh, pooing out, outside more often you know you might oh. sell me on us being a little too hung up on you don't have to be i don't think you're gonna tell me that we're too hung up on poo i think we're just we're we're just the right amount of hung up on poo <laughs> i mean human human beings are supposed to be hung up on it because it's against right. our our survival nature to hang around 
you know, disease and, and exactly. bacteria and, and everything else. Yeah. yeah. So I'm with Brian. Right <laughs> we have just amount that we have just the amount of, uh, right amount of hang up. outside. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the requisite amount of hang up there. That's what we're going to say. But if you ever taken oh. a poop outside, it's very freeing. It's um, very free. No. Yes, I have. I, no. in, uh, one time in Lake Powell, uh, I had to do a yeah. quick uh, poop in the sand and bury it. Uh, I hated every part of it. I'd never want to do that again. I love the modern plumbing screw pooing in the, in the wild. I don't like it. I do like to poo in private. And yeah, I'd rather, outside, I'd rather no back walls. up my colon than have to poo outside and not have, uh, <laughs> how did he die? Well, he was outside to, uh, for a week. Exactly. What else was he going to do? <laughs> I don't hey, know. Man. I, yeah, I have probably spent over 500 nights out camping. Yeah. And, you're a camper uh, guy. Big time camper. You, you get, you get used to it. Yeah, yeah. You get used right. to it. <laughs> How do you know you, for you Randy? Work out, you work out all of your uh, ways, uh, your process. Anxiety. Yeah, you want to do it over a log has been my experience. If you can. If you can right. find a log, uh, then you're, you're good. What <laughs> did that re- <laughs> so you're laying logs on logs. All right. Well, I think we've I think we've explored this part of the story. <laughs> yeah, we have. <laughs> we have. We've gone all the way through it. We're good now. Right. Everything's fine. Uh, I I actually have a theory about this. I think movies like this are for children who are going against their parental house rules to see it. In other words, okay, these are not tale. This is a tale of. Well, I just mean it's a it's a rebellion point for kids. Like their their parents are going to be like, you can't watch Chucky. It's R rated. You can't. We're not. You can't bring that tape home. Whatever. And that's when those kids go, okay, mom, and then sneak over to Billy's to watch it. It's one of these kinds of movies, I think. <laughs> like when I was a kid, you know, maybe that was Porky's Agreed. or what else? I don't know. No, you're spot on. You're spot on. If you were, if you were, there's plenty of kids would come in and 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 try to. Uh, Did to you have to ID kids stuff. for that stuff, by the way, when you worked at? Um, so there was there was I don't I if I remember correctly, there was no hard rule about that. However. Um, I, th- I think you were supposed to be, you know, responsible enough to kind of recognize. Interesting. So if a little, so if a 10 year old came in and said, I w- I'd like this copy of Porky's, you, you were right. encouraged you to say what? Oh, you, sh- you shouldn't watch that. Young I don't man. think so. I don't think so. I'm getting it for my dad. No, I don't think so. Well, but then what if it a- was a young looking 20 something and you were just like, well, this is okay. This is all memory. <laughs> so this is all just like old man, hazy memory. I remember it being totally up to the the, the cashier to make that discernment mm-hmm. of whether or not they should be able right. To but even if they did, so to, right. so what's the point then? If you're not gonna, if you don't enforce it with ID or something, then what's the? Uh, may as well just right. let them get I, it. I think I guess that could be one thing you would do is say, hey, let me see your ID. Yeah. If you think they're like right on the verge, like if it's a ten year old, I mean, there's no question. I don't need to see your ID. You're ten. I don't know what I can, there, are there. There's no t- law. I, I can recognize a ten-year-old. Like a movie, like a movie theater has no law they have to adhere to about minors, right? They can just I'm let not, them in. Say, the same thing with movie theaters too. Uh, there's plenty of times where I would go up and buy an R-rated movie ticket when I was, you know, fifteen, sixteen, and you know the guy was like, "Whatever, bro," and you just go on in. Well, that's uh, my point. I don't think that I don't think it's like yeah. cigarettes or or alcohol where it's regulated. No, 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 no. no. It's regulated, it's so they they can they can say, hey, yeah, by they, law number twenty five. That's because B23. the MPAA is just a a, a body of you know of studios, right? It's just yeah. There's no governing. Yeah, there's it, no there's, yeah, there's no, no law. That's interesting. Right. As a kid, it felt like there was a law. You know. 
because you're because uh, well, you're in Utah. Utah there was, there absolutely was, was a law in Utah. Okay, oh, was, was there? Well, there wasn't. <laughs> state, state, law, so state law. I don't think that's correct. I I, I, I lived in <laughs> well, the eighties. that like pr- providing materials to a minor or something was uh, against the law, right. but it's still against the law in Utah. Yeah, but I don't think. I'd need a citation on that. I don't think there was any law that said I couldn't go sneak into Die Hard underage. Or and this is right. when the lawyers who listen are really having it. They're they're trying to put their bodies, in, their <laughs> spirits into a Chucky doll. Yeah, right now. exactly. They're, they're dying. <laughs> it's yeah. happening all over the place. They're actually just trying to their phones. Yeah. <laughs> now, mind you, I don't mind the stereotype that we have weird laws here because it keeps prices down. I like it. I'm actually into it because it means that nobody wants to come here. But uh, nobody but I, wants to move to Utah. Yeah, but I don't think. That's starting to change, unfortunately. Everybody wants to move here now, but uh, it was, right. it was, uh, you know, I'm just trying to think. Was there? We all feared it. We all thought, oh, we can't go in there without, yeah, fa- fake I mean, idea. I, or- yeah, I, I, that was the whole move by the film industry, right, to really self-regulate so that the government wouldn't step in because people were pushing their politicians to put in laws, and then big movies said, "Hold up, we'll do something. Just chill your butts." We'll do something. Isn't yeah. that kind of how the story went? If I remember correctly, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I just got yeah. su- suckered by the propaganda. You know, you probably did. Yeah, I felt like I. You I probably like, thought. Well, you probably thought when you were sixteen that that guy behind the cash counter represented the man. He was authority, mm-hmm. and as far as you was concerned, that guy at the was AMC. What'd you have? Uh, what what did we have back then? Have we didn't really have a chain. What did we have? Didn't have a chain. Uh, yeah, really? that was probably might have been before the multiplexes and stuff. Really. Yeah, I feel like we had yeah, two or might. three. We had two. We had man theaters that may have been a chain. M A N. Oh yeah, right. man. Do you remember right. those? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're gone now. But um, man oh. theaters, uh, and then a lot of independent ones. I think. I don't know. I don't remember that at right. all. That's funny because today you would think, oh yeah, did you go to Megaplex or did you go to uh, AMC? Where'd you go? You know, Alamo. Right. But back then, I don't think we didn't know. We're just like, where's the shoot? Yeah, had, sc- where's a, the screen with the boobies? Mall, <laughs> right. We had a mall theater uh, and a standalone a theater called the Apollo, where they had like uh, they had like Greek kind of statues with with uh, like boobies. Yeah. Yeah. High class. Okay. I looked this up on findlaw.com. Let me tell you what it says. Right. And this may, you Find know, the it's the internet. It's my first look. So who knows? If they want to. Theaters can strictly enforce the ratings. Business generally have businesses generally have the right to refuse service to anybody as long as the reasons aren't discriminatory. The uh, protected classification of race, gender, religion, national origin do not include age. Uh, so a theater can enforce the ratings by refusing to sell a ticket to an NC-17 movie to a 14-year-old. If the theaters do uh, do uh, do make efforts to not sell tickets to R and NC-17 to children, they can also remove children from the theaters of those movies if they've snuck in or something. Uh, chances yeah, are the kids the did not buy a ticket for that movie anyway, but for a different movie instead, and they snuck in there. Uh, however, if the theater Which sold you a ticket to an R-rated movie, and uh, even though you are under 17 and uh, not accompanied by an adult, then you have the right to be there. If you are removed, the theater will likely have to refund your ticket. So it's not enforceable. It's just, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's secularly. No shoes, no shirt, no service. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. There you go. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, we reserve the right to, to do what we want. We learned a little something today. That was a good learning. Yeah. Thing. I've yeah. seen movies <laughs> about sheriffs that per- persecute uh, teenagers. I've seen it. Yeah. Well, I'm we sure were, yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, we're supposed to life. believe that uh, That's the law. they can ban dancing and, and <laughs> footloose. I'm <laughs> right. sure we're meant to believe it, but I'm not sure it actually ever happened. 
Uh, well, anyway, uh, we have anything else to say about this? Oh, we had a homeless montage. We went looking for the, the people yes. and they montaged. Right. That was fun. I haven't had that looking in a while. For a um, I had a question. Time. Is As an actor, do you think it's weird when you have to give a, a tummy raspberry to a kid <laughs> uh, who's playing your child? Dude. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I was really uncomfortable. That was definitely was something still... that parents that parents do it's definitely something parents do oh yeah of course but it's your kid it's your own kid like but but when you're just the chocolate bar uh star trek lady chocolate bar in space talking (laughs) to the whales you know and this kid is a stranger effectively to you i don't know it's that was a little intimate i didn't like it yeah i didn't like that at all i mean i I did it with all my kids all the time but i'm not gonna walk up to some stranger kid and do it ever no no can you imagine that or even like your nephew or niece i would not do that Nope. Like it's too, it's too, that's, that's parents. That's, that's for personal. parents, dude. That's for parents. And, uh, yeah. I've seen, I've seen some, uh, chimpanzees same, do it. What'd this you comes say? The same movie that I, when they say, um, I think, uh, Chucky said, I, I've got a date with a six year old. And I'm like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Especially cause I just read a book about, uh, it's a revenge book, but there's abduction in it of kids. And then this dad goes on a, john wick style revenge kick to find his daughter and it was a really fun book to go through but it's got me in that headspace of like Mm -hmm. do anything you can to protect a kid and uh so when i hear stuff like this in other movies i'm like oh you bastard i'm gonna come get you john wick style i'm gonna come get you (laughs) stop me if you can all right well let's do some uh, learn how to shoot like john wick that's right let's do some clips fellas yeah, we got yeah. some clips here, man. I'm telling you, they're right here. I can see them. And we're gonna start with this one. Uh, getting mad with Dorif. So let's hear how mad he can get. You hear that, you son of a bitch! <coughs> I'm gonna get you for it. I'm gonna get you, and I'm gonna get Eddie, no matter what. Well, he did. We got Eddie. I, I kind of like really, how they went. But, mm. Go ahead. I just love that he stopped and coughed in the middle of that. Yeah. Yeah. Quite you the, can't do that voice like for that long cool. without, <laughs> without hurting your throat. Yeah. What are you going to say? I like that how way? close it got because it, they, they, they did the audio like it was filmed on set. And then that last little line, they did it like really up close mm-hmm. and it felt, it felt like, I don't know if it was, it probably wasn't intentional, but it felt like it was slowly coming towards you and, then it was in your face, mm. and it was kind of kind of unsettling. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, he was he plays intentionally. I don't know. He's a he's the kind of actor you in real life. I'd be terrified of that guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, he might do anything. He just looks scary. I'm sure he's nice he and all strang- that. He might try to strangle you with some uh, jumper cables from your own car. Yeah, Ooh. I recommend watching Deadwood because his Doc Cochran is such a different role for him. He's actually the most. Um, uh, what's the word? Empathetic character in the show. Mm, yeah, right. Yeah, Just right. worried about everybody all the time, trying to help people that need help, helping the hookers, helping the very, very different role for uh, Duraf. Yeah, you know, compared to everything else. Oh, he's, he's so good in there. Love it. I started making. I actually started making a list of the creepiest looking and sounding actors of all time. Mm. Like just why while watching this movie, I'm just like, gosh, there's he's got to be on the I, list then, right? You'd you'd have oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's he's worm tongue. He's yeah. mm-hmm. he's he's the head of the list, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I didn't actually go anywhere with it because I was like, okay, so we have uh, like a, a Freddy Krueger guy, and we have uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name from? And I just got I don't know. They it just didn't really steam. go anywhere for me. Sure. 
That's a good start, though. It's a good start. You have to stop and ask questions like, what, so does this list include like Nick Cage and Nick Nolte and other people named Nick and, and other like, Nicks? Uh, <laughs> right. All uh, the Nicks. Brilliant. You name two of my favorite, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, and they're not always creepy. The That's the other thing. Yeah, the two of the best Nicks. Dude, like, I love. I could. You know, we're here's what we're severely lacking on film sack. Nick Nolte films. Let's get that oh, yeah. up oh, a notch because so I good. love that guy. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. And the older he gets. The, he's the Schwarzenegger yeah, of Nick he's Nolte's. In, in the Mandalorian, right? What's That's the, just, oh, yeah. the voice. oh yeah, he's great in that. What is the uh, what's the most sackable Nick Nolte film? Forty eight hours? Uh, hours, probably forty eight hours. Movie. Maybe maybe the first Hulk, the one from oh three. Uh, oh, I forgot about it, that. Isn't yeah, it the, down and out Beverly Hulk? Hills? Or am I getting that confused? Yeah. No, you're right. Down and out Beverly Hills. Is that it was right after that that his mugshot looked like down and out Beverly Hills? That's where I, I, this, so the talking head song, the, that is not my beautiful wife, that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the real name. What's the name of it, Brian? It's It's called once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. Okay. So I got it now. The, uh, that song is forever tied just to that movie for me. Cause when I saw it, it was in the opening credits maybe, or a big part of the movie. So now I don't, they're, they're inseparable for me. They're just this, that song goes with that movie. That movie goes with that song. Yeah. I don't know if that's okay, fair. You know to the I, talking am, heads, I am going to pursue this because I just like uh, my Brad Dourif list, like in my brain, I just got Mads Mikkelsen and Joaquin Phoenix. And I'm like, okay, this is actually interesting. Yeah, this is really you know what? That list could go places. I think you should pursue it and put that guy that put his wiener on the, on the window and uh, sideways, <laughs> sideways, <laughs> put him in there. Oh man. Crispin Glover. Oh, oh yeah, dude. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, here's a kid who is working on this is the kid but he's working on becoming the next kid. he's the next Owen Wilson so here you go wow yeah wow <laughs> you're right that's pretty good pretty good uh, here's a kid not get what he wants well what do you think you need these clothes so badly hey I think they're going to be okay we'll just have to take them up just a couple of inches what's the matter Nothing. <laughs> Dude, you know what the matter yeah. is. You gave me the crappiest present ever, and you put it in a box the size of a good guy's box. <laughs> yeah. You, you and, led that uh, kid along. Suck. It's terrible. There's something about the delivery, like the capture of the voice there, that made me feel suddenly like this is a 1960s movie. They ADR'd the hell out of this movie. Yeah. There was tons yeah. of it. And there would be times where they would go back and forth where um, uh, Officer Big Lips would go, we're gonna go do a thing, and then it would be like, okay. And now I'm getting my car. I'm like, whoa, your voice changed that big. I don't exactly. I don't either. Yeah, and they're kind of. But I love that Scott has really hung up because now I got to go back and see because <laughs> go check him out. A, go check him out. I believe you. Yeah. I I believe you. Look at him now. He's got, he's kind of he cool has, looking. He has now. a lot of. He's got like a. He has kind of like a bulbous nose. He's kind of got like just you know, and it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. He's just got. Oh, I'm not making fun. Striking. By the way. Uh, did we ever figure out any relation to uh, Susan Sarandon? Oh, and we talked. Yes, and we talked about it. Did we? Did we? I feel when like we... we talked about it on a recent episode. Oh, I don't well, it was, it was Bull Durham. We talked all about Sarandon Sarandon. Oh, they were married. Okay. Oh, is that where she got her name? Nope. It was just coincidental that two Sarandons married. <laughs> that's, that's too. That's too creepy. That seems I could not insane. ever marry somebody who has the same last name as me. That I seems crazy. Think. If not, now look, if I'm your kidding. last name's Johnson I'm or kidding. Jackson, I'm okay. Oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> Damn, okay, you were sending us down a road, man. I was I was, <laughs> I was doing was so that as funny. deadpan as possible <laughs> it to worked. see. It worked. Too, a little too deadpan. Yeah. yeah. A little too much pan. I'm not dead. A little, <laughs> she, yeah. Her real that name Susan Abigail Tamalin. She married Susan, or Chris Sarandon Tamalin. and uh, Tamalin. 
So she did take his name? She did take his name and kept it. She took it and kept it. Wow. She kept it through like two more marriages after that one. Damn. That's crazy. Did not know that at all. All right. This guy. I'm pretty sure we talked about it during Bull Durham. Did we? Okay. Pretty sure I wasn't paying attention. I don't remember. (laughs) Well, I don't remember the Chris Sarandon part. Did I we, didn't see. I didn't either. Yeah, but uh, I know but we I talked about her and her name, but I don't remember the Chris Sarandon bit. Uh, he is also, by the way, hold on. He's known. Oh, they only have his known for as the Nightmare Before Christmas. That's kind of a bummer. He does really? a lot more stuff than that. Oh, really? Yeah. Not even uh, Princess Bride? Yeah, that surprised me. That's, uh, I, I mean, that's you know IMDb. I don't know who does this stuff. Maybe. You just saw him in uh, Dog Day Afternoon too. Yeah, he's good in that. Mm-hmm. He's a good actor. And you know what? His lips are fine. He's all right. His lips are fine. I oh, yeah. I didn't say around. You turned around on his lips. You just said they were. They're just big. Uh, they I were so gen- big, you turned around on them? I would gen- <laughs> gently kiss them. All right. <laughs> I would kiss them gently into the night. All right. Here. Uh, good guy or not good guy is this, the name of this clip. Well, is it a good guy or not? It is. There's some ADR going on no, there. It is. It is. I'm so excited. I'm so excited because it is. <laughs> I can't believe it's at the back just right behind the house. This yeah. place where I work. She was very excited. Whatever. This person works in shoes. Miss Peterson, you work in shoes, not in jewelry. Oh, yeah. That guy was a pud. He was a turd. Monkey. You know, we really got way too much how retail stores worked in their late 80s mm. in this film. I really didn't. Yeah. They really could have got yeah, out there. But it really, you know, you can't just... Uh, tell your employee that they have to stay late when they've got to go deal with their right. kid and, and uh, not even give them a choice. No way. I guess yeah. you can't, I suppose. I mean, you can't. Their job. Jeez. Shouldn't. This feels like this was somebody who had a bad time in retail. That's what it sounds like to me. Does anyone have a good <laughs> time in retail? <laughs> maybe I did. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I'm trying to think if I ever had a good time in retail. I don't think I did. It was always I did. Time. I but, love my retail jobs. Well, I love the people. I yeah, love the people. But you're a people lover, so that works. Yeah. This, yeah. this just feels this feels like the time for me to bring up that this is our fourth time sacking a movie that starred Juan Ramirez who played the peddler. Yeah. Uh, fourth? Wow. I want really? I just want I want person? you to hear his character names on previous film sacks because it is just amazing to me that this guy only ever plays this. So uh, again, he was peddler in child's play. In Above the Law, his cast name was Machete Man. Oh. In Adventures in Babysitting, he was Chicano Leader. Yeah. (laughs) And in The Fugitive, he was Man on the L. Man on the L train. Man on the L. Wait, he's the one. My man on the L. Wasn't there a big fight on the L train in that movie? What happened? I don't remember now. Speaking of Chicago. You think about the Warriors? Hold on. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Warriors. Ah, uh, freaking! Ah, uh, my memory is wrong. It is all wrong. I will not. I will no longer yeah, probe it. It's fine. Juan, Juan uh, Ramirez, film sack superstar. Uh, indeed. Oh, Let's yeah. do the hottest date in months. Will be the hottest date I've had in months. I can't imagine why. <laughs> I'm a real dick. I will buy this movie. Nope, I've never seen again. Uh, the '80s had a lot of. Hey, we got old phones that ring real loud and they'll jump scare you. So here's oh, one. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was it. That was a real thing though. That was a good big old pho- yeah. yeah, those big old phones, they would scare the crap out of you because everything's quiet. We didn't get phone calls a lot mm. back then, I don't think. Cuz I don't remember you getting could, a lot of you really got your attention when the phone rang. Uh, you could uh you could tape some cotton balls together. 
And then you could take yeah. the bottom plate <laughs> off that phone and uh -huh. stick it between the, the ringer and the bell itself. Right. And uh, then you could get a phone call from your friend late at night and your parents wouldn't know. I've never oh, heard of that trick. That's a great trick. Thing. And yeah. it worked? And, uh, it, it sufficiently muffled oh, it? Oh, yeah. It would make the phone go... Yeah, it would like click because the... Sound. Right. It, there would be no uh, resonance to the metal piece. That no was way. That's, I remember there used to be like a little a little knob that you could move up and down that would take it from a 10 on the volume scale to maybe an 8. <laughs> Oh yeah, right. ours had that. Ineffective. Yeah. yeah, they weren't uh, dial phones though. They were, I think, they were probably push button. But yeah, I remember that having that too, and I remember it making so little difference. Yeah, like yeah. what a weird feature. I remember being a kid and messing around with the rotary phone so much that oh, yeah. the operator came on and scared the <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> really? Did you stop like playing with the phone? Really? Oh my god! Like an actual oh, yeah. operator? Weird. Though. Actual operator. Wow. This is my grandma's house during the seventies, and I remember I was just like, I was just messing around, just like you know, playing with the little things. And oh boy, she was mad at me. That's me, who is I, this? And I was like, I, ooh, ooh. as much as I talked to operators when I was a little kid, yeah. like just right. pick up the phone and and w try to talk to a person. As much as I did that, I can only imagine what their job was like. Mm. Oh, it must yeah. have just Happy been enough. nonstop talking to children. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Must have been. Right. Like, what? What was? Uh, oh, God. What was? <laughs> see, I I can't relate with the like uh, the Andy Griffith show. I can't relate to Mayberry era operator. One of the one of the oh, actresses yeah. was the operator in there, and she was always was one of one of, of Andy's girlfriends. I think. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah, she was always part of the conversation. She was the central hub mm. of that place. Very hands on. You make me want to go back in time though and try this Here's cotton on. ball thing. I want to try it. Yeah. I don't have a phone that would do that I, now. You know, I can't remember. I don't think it was the rotary phones, but I think the push button phones, uh, you could take the mouthpiece out and it wouldn't be wired in. It would just be yes, like right. it just sits on the right. thing. You could just, yep. Yeah. And you could take it out and then you could listen in on somebody else without them knowing you're. You know, oh, your, really? So instead, oh. Of putting your hand, instead of putting yeah. your hand over the mouthpiece and making. Yeah, that's dumb. People definitely can hear that. Yeah, but the problem, the biggest problem yeah. with picking up and listening, and they never talk about this in movies, is there's you actually are pushing power through your copper. That's how you're getting. I mean, it's, you know, it's a form of energy that's coming to you. Yeah, and when right. you it's kind of like showering and flushing the toilet when you got another water source pulling, you're going to get a drop in right. pressure. And that would always happen to me. So if I was trying to sneak a listen I would pick it up and it wasn't that they heard me. It's that they could tell the volume went down on their end because oh, well, you got it. You got to do it when they're making the phone call, Scott. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, that's sneaky. smart. That's a good point. Cause they're making the noises. They don't hear anything. Didn't we just see this and Oh man on fire. They had, uh, they had all kinds of people picking up phones when they was calling in, checking on the, trying to find out where the kid was and all that. Anyway, I'm just I, I love analog telephone discourse so much, guys. That's great, right? <laughs> we could go on for days. So do our so do our young listeners. Yeah. We're like, what right. is this talk, grandpas? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, let's now move back to the future and talk about, uh, oh, the alone at night willies that I could not get out of my mouth this morning for my intro. Here you go. I just had a bit of the alone at night willies. You know? See, she did it easily. <laughs> the alone Who's at night Willie? willies. I don't know. You never want to know. Don't don't ask who Willie is three five times. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, spirited lady. Oh yeah, a spirited lady. No kidding. <laughs> a spirited lady. <laughs> ah, spirited lady. Boy, that was offensive, right? Spirit. Yeah, that guy with his weird mustache. The dude at the end, the the partner who just didn't believe it yes. until it was too late. That annoyed, yeah. he annoyed me. I don't like him. 
It's like somebody's brother got asked to come in and the sit partner in. who immediately goes and touches the Chucky doll as soon as you tell him not to touch the Chucky doll. Yes. Yeah. What's yes. this do? What do you do here? Uh, he's talking to me. Is this title? Whoops. His real name is Charles E. Ray, and he's been sent down from heaven by daddy to play with me. Bad kid actors. I had a hard time not laughing at that part. It was supposed to be super sad <laughs> stuff. Oh yeah. Well, how about how about this one? Because this is the one I laughed at. He said that Maggie was a real bitch and got what she deserved. That <laughs> too. I had to make that poor kid say that. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. All right, Ibit. I have a prom clip here. Oh good. Uh, this is you to your date when you had to go to the bathroom. You just had to go take care of business. All right. You sure, had to pee. Sure. Everybody has to pee. We have to, we have kidneys. We have, to everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Right? It's normal human behavior. And here's what you said. Uh, this is to your prom date. You stay here. I have to go tinkle. That's very nice. Respectful. <laughs> oh, you yeah. know, this, yeah, the, the first grade prom was a big deal. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Huge. Big deal. It was. I, guess. I didn't want to wet my pants like I did at homecoming. <laughs> no. Right. No one will forget that night. Um, say something, damn it. Say something, damn it. Oh, she's got all pissed. Uh, yeah. She's talking to Spock she's about just, his ears. She's changed, changed the delivery in the middle of the line. <laughs> I know she yes. did, right? Listen to say that. something, damn it. Yeah. Two levels. Damn it. Two levels. The Gregory Brothers could turn that into a great song right there. Oh, yes, hell for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the big moment. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? Now, I have to admit, that's me at the first part. I was watching yeah. this, and I re- I didn't know my mic was on, and I went. Hi, I'm oh, really? Chucky. It's scary. I actually had a jump scare there. <gasps> really? That's really funny. Yeah, it actually got me. So, anyway, thanks, movie. Uh, no batteries in him. He's been moving and talking for days without any batteries in him. Yeah. Just these shitty NICADs. No batteries. No batteries. That's probably good. They won't leak. Those NICADs in the 80s suck. Those C batteries. Oh, yeah. The Especially yeah. the ones that came with products. Those lasted a month. They, they were terrible. They lasted a day. If you were lucky. And right. it didn't matter if you refrigerated them. They leaked. Yeah. Your yeah. mama's like, I can't have this in my house. Some it was a weird ass brand. Yeah. Yeah. Batteries sucks then, man. They're not great now, but they suck then. Yeah. Uh, abomination. You're an abomination. An outrage against nature. Okay. Voodoo Pete. Uh, I have feelings. The, mm-hmm, the trope on. of the name you should have thought about, Dr. Death. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm, I'm having a hard time thinking of like a worse example of that trope. Like, I guess Darth Maul is a pretty pretty good example of the trope where you're mm. like hey uh why'd you keep that name mm. i love the name <laughs> darth maul's one of my favorite characters in star wars and i hate the prequels oh, yeah and they yeah. killed him right away it's like hey we got a great character yeah they brought him back though you need to, yeah you gotta watch some uh watch, well rebels or um rebels, some retcon and bullshit there. well he's got the robot yeah. legs now he's fine mm-hmm. he's yeah fine. he's just cut in half didn't he show up in Mandalorian for a hot second? <laughs> Does he come uh, in like Chucky? Uh, referenced in Mandalorian. <laughs> no, showed up in a... Uh, like a, holo- uh, on a hologram. Holo- yeah. yeah, hologram. Yeah. And it was actually Ray Park again, the the actor, I think, who played him. Ray, I like the idea what Ibit proposed, that he came back cut in half. Is that what you said? This <laughs> he came back. Yeah. He, he, he fell through a mile two of half. shit and came through two halves <laughs> on the other side. And he and he goes, but is a flesh wound, right? And yeah, it's great. <laughs> but is a flesh wound. But is a flesh wound. Instead right. of tis but one. 
<laughs> but is yeah, one. Just, well, it's, 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 it's small, small talk. I got it's it. No, talk. mall talk. I get it. Yeah. But it is a flesh yeah. wound. Yeah, yes. but it's a flesh wound. All right. Here's a great yell from Chucky. Kind of what Randy was talking about earlier. Here you go. Ah! I think he was in the fire. Oh, no. I got his yeah. face. I don't remember. Whatever. He yelled. Uh, he didn't okay. Care for it. But now I have a part where I couldn't decipher it. You guys tell me what he yelled here. All right. Okay. Um, I did not have subtitles on, so you're going to have to tell me. Here we go. Hairspray? Aspray. Aspray? Any ideas? When is he doing this? Uh, It's after getting his shit. When did this happen? This would have been before. This is when they're fighting in the house. Yeah. And then the partner's there. It's before he got blown up and melted, I think. Okay. But I don't remember what he was doing, and he just yelled, Best friend! It sounds like best friend, but uh, that doesn't make sense. Hairspray. But I don't know when he's arguing with him, with uh, Andy, maybe is that after Andy says, screw this, I'm maybe. You're not my yeah. friend. Um, think, think best maybe. friend, and I'll listen to it. Best friend! Oh. You might that, is a, that is a, a good guy's f- a line, a phrase. phrase. Yeah, right. fair point. Okay, I think he actually yes, might be on it. Best friends till the end, or something like that. And we just didn't hear the rest. No, of he there was it was cut off like that. Like he stopped talking yeah. there, so yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, here's the this is the end, friend. This is the end, friend. Oh my gosh, dude! It's my favorite wow. Doors cover, uh, sung by a child in any <laughs> in any movie we've seen. This is the end. <laughs> uh, okay, we got one more Ibit clip. This is when oh. your your date got a little handsy, okay? And so oh. this, this, this is where this went. Don't touch it. Do you understand me? Don't you touch one part of it. Okay, don't. Oh, no. Not even one part. Yeah. No. Don't touch your wiener. What I say? Well, that was back when I was eight. So, <laughs> well, well, wow, then, you had a deep voice for that. Uh, uh-huh. I did. Well, it's, you know, yeah. after I peed, it uh, lowered. Yeah, of course. Oh. Uh, here's a dying Chucky. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? Yeah, it's a real dark ending there. To it's good and creepy. No, I like it. Yeah, it was all right. Discordant, no, you know. Nothing wrong with that. Now this. It's the film sack checklist. This is set in a universe where all children can bring their life-size talking dolls to school. Check. Yeah, I know. Not get beat up. Do you notice Whatever. there were like three other kids? All three, three other kids <laughs> ran like, through that door with the Chucky doll. It was like, what yeah, is going one on? One kid obviously too old for it. He's definitely getting a beaten. Dude, my teachers would take my Star Wars figures and put them in her desk. There's no way they're yeah. letting you have a big old doll in there. Right? Right? No way, man. Lame. No way. Uh, don't touch my battery hole. Check. And finally, <laughs> best thing you can do is to let a flaming dog climb on your cloth '80s couch. Check. Get off it. Uh, Star Trek connections. I would uh, say that Randy probably yeah, got, got some. We got, got three. Three. Oh, Whoa. Three. That's pretty good. So you mentioned uh, Catherine Hicks. Yeah. Uh, Karen in this movie. She was uh, obviously in The Voyage Home, Star Trek Four. Yep. Uh, let's mention Chris Sarandon. Christopher Sarandon <laughs> was in the Deep Space Nine episode Rivals. Oh, interesting. Oh. I said episode just now. You did say I episode. Like I like it. 
episode. I so like it. Uh, we got a, any chance we get to talk about Brad Dourif and Voyager. We have to, uh, Brad Dourif, uh, our voice of Chucky here. He was in three episodes of Voyager as my opinion, the most interesting character arc that they ever had on that show. He played crewman Lon Suter, a terribly broken man with, uh, anger management issues, like ridiculous anger management issues, a beta zoid who was in the Maquis mm. and uh, had no business being on this ship that was lost in space. And his three episodes were called mm. Meld, Basics Part One, which was the end of one season, and then Basics Part Two, the beginning of the next season, where he mm. sacrifices himself to save the ship and he is awesome. No yeah. Ship. yeah. I have memory of that, but I need to go back and revisit it. Um, by the way, Brian Dunaway, guess where, uh, Brad Dourif grew up. Uh, in, uh, in Atlantis, Aiken, Aiken, <laughs> South Carolina. Oh, nice. You ever been to Aiken before? Nice. You ever been down oh, absolutely. there? Absolutely. Aiken is a mere 30 minutes away. South of me, I believe. So yeah, yeah I've been to Aiken many times. Dated like, a girl once from, uh, Aiken kind of look like Brad. Now I'm kind of, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he got his start in Milos Forman's, uh, uh, Cuckoo's Jack, Nest. Jack right? Nicholson film. What is it? One, one, flu- one, one flew, flew over the cuckoo's, cuckoo's nest. nest. Next. Yeah. Oh, Next. Oh, really? <laughs> one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I can't say anything. <laughs> that's <laughs> one flew. That's him right there, by the way. One flew double the kookaba. That's him in. That's, that's, that one I just put in there. That's, that's him in that, uh, in that movie right there in your Discord. Uh, yeah, he's great in that. Such a great No, that movie holds the hell up, man. Yeah. Amazing how well it holds up. It's so old. It should. Yeah. It shouldn't. And but there's, Milos Forman, there's Brad Dourif's first film, and he's with uh, what's her name, Louise Fletcher, who who yeah. who's going to be in Brad Deep Space Nine later. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is he uh, married to anybody we know? Like a famous dude? I forgot about. Uh, sorry, I forgot about him in the Alien Four movie we saw. He was great in that. What a creep show. Remember him? Where he's like the weird doctor that was getting Oh, out. yes, right. Who loves the alien and. Uh, yeah. And yeah, he got all. He got, admires it. And yeah. He got killed in a also, super nasty way. We also way. saw him in Eyes of Laura Mars. He was in the original Dune. He was he yeah. was a creepy. I remember that. <laughs> that just goes without saying. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Um, you can just leave creepy out and we'll, assign, we'll always assign yeah, it. Yeah, right. Oh married yeah, twice, but uh, but not married to anybody since 1986. Divorced his uh, his second wife in 1986 and never remarried. I think he just creeped people yep. out, and he's just like, yeah. yeah. Green, Grima's going his own way, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like. Wait, he played Peter DeVries. Yeah, that was the Dune character. That's the Dune character. Okay, yeah. oh, with this hair and these eyebrows, amazing. All right, yeah. <laughs> with these hair. <laughs> these eyebrows <laughs> what were they thinking look at that that's so dumb yeah yeah <laughs> that. uh fiona so he's got a daughter fiona dorif and she Uh-oh. was in uh when was she born she's in curse Uh-oh. of chucky cult of chucky she the blacklist shameless dirk gently's holistic detective agency oh she's um, cute when nicole loves. yeah she's adorable she is how'd you how 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 is that his sperm <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy what do you gonna next thing you're gonna tell me buscemi's got like a model for a daughter or something like that like this is right. crazy might, might be she's lovely yeah and familiar i've seen her in some of this 
Something, yeah. Easily, I mean, maybe I saw, must have seen her in Shameless. Maybe getting uh, Dorf. Maybe getting Brad vibes. We're getting Brad vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what's going on? I'm just thinking of all the Dorf. Yeah, uh, it's, like, it's like, she looks real familiar. Uh-oh. It's like, wait, wasn't this girl in Deadwood? I think she was in right. Deadwood. Right. <laughs> she played the doctor. All right. Uh, nicely done, Randy. Good collection there this week. Soundtrack grade, I'd give it an S for Synthy. It's a little Synthy. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's the 80s. It's what right. we did, but it's a little yeah. Synthy. Yeah, it's 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 its own time. Like you could you could have just plucked music from any scary movie from yeah. like eighty three to ninety eight. Yeah, it's that's the range, isn't it? That's totally right. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's get to the social post. This is where in two hundred char- uh, characters or less, you guys sum this damned thing up. Let's start with Randy. Child's play. All I want is one special gift, a little person all my own, a doll I can put down or lift and take who will stay as still as stone. That last bit, that's the important part. I need my buddy to stay still and never, ever talk or fart or God forbid to ever kill. How could a doll even do harm without muscles or bones himself? But look, here's proof on my forearm right where right. It looks like I bit myself. Damn it. (laughs) I was going to say, in the movie, I was like, that's not great proof. It just looks like you did it to yourself. Yeah, exactly. It's not the proof right of anything. place you can reach. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go now with uh, Brian Dunaway, please. Child's play. I'm starting to think this good guy doll is actually kind of bad. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Ha- hashtag penis. <laughs> uh, hashtag nice. driver's side under the seat crotch stab. <laughs> Hmm. that knife was cracking me up and the way he was having to dance around to stay on the wheel yeah at first it was it was pretty good how they were shooting it and then they got halfway through the effect and they just started stabbing some chair that had no innards whatsoever it was just some kind of yep it got got a little cheap at the end there for sure yeah uh finally brian ibbett child's play some plots sold separately oh snap sometimes Mm -hmm. you want to use as few characters as possible i don't need any more characters than that to say how i feel about this film pretty strong all right now this i have in my hand these titles it was almost called rather be the chucker than the chucky or because i don't think it's much of a horror movie mild play see what i did oh yeah 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 they didn't go with it about right I'm going to play a voicemail today. Uh, this came to 801-471-0462. This is all about a movie we haven't seen yet, and this person really thinks we should, so take it away. Hey, guys. I know. <laughs> I know. We're long overdue for the burps. We're long overdue for the never-ending story, and, which is the last one you guys did to fulfill my criteria wish list. But next Halloween, you guys have got to do Night of the Lepus. Is that how you say it? Lepus or lupus? <laughs> not lepus. It's giant bunnies. And they look like giant bunnies. It's just giant bunnies. That's the only reason to do it. I don't care how bad it is or how great it is. It's just, you got to do it. It's giant bunnies. Maybe do it on Easter. I don't know. But it's so, they didn't do anything. They didn't try. Oh, well. I'm sure you guys will get an amazing show out of it. Keep your sacks full. Later. <laughs> I like this. 
This like, like call in the middle of the night when you're as, as much say, weed as possible and yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah vacillates I'm, between high pr- high plains drifter and I'm just waking up and need to <laughs> need to hit that pipe. Yeah. I need to hear some like you, cowboy poetry from this guy or something. I, I really want to appreciate this. Like in the future, if you want your call to get read uh played on film sack. Yeah. Uh, take take an edible about thirty minutes prior. Yeah, every time thirty every time. forty. Yeah, you'll be good to go. And also, I would I'd love to do Night of the Lepus. I don't know why we haven't done that. That seems. I right. just added to watch, even, watch list. Never even heard of it. Yeah, um, we already had the burbs on our watch list. It I mean, was, we did the burbs. Did we we didn't do it. Already? They're just on the list. We just haven't yeah. watched it. Yeah. I wish we need to. It's one of your favorites, Dunaway. It's probably why I think. Yeah, we I, I don't know why we haven't. Wa- why I've watched it recently. I don't know why I thought it was for film sack. I think huh. it comes off Weird. streaming it's quickly not, or something, right? It's recommendal or something. Yeah, yeah. It's not on streaming right now for me. Yeah, it's not on just watch for me either. We'll catch it eventually. That mm-hmm. any anything that has Tom Hanks being a goofball, we'll catch it. Yeah, we like yeah. those. Those are great. Uh, moving on to this. Then we're quick- definitely going to watch Turner and Hooch. Fine. Yeah, Turner All and right. Hooch is happening. I promise you that. We're moving on now to this uh, text. We got to that self-same number. Uh, this is from Adam B. He says, hey, hey, the sack pack. Just trying it on for size, he says. Uh, I've uh, checked. Uh, let's see. I've checked and you have never done a Guy Ritchie movie. And I think one of them would be great. But Lock, Stock and Barrel. Sorry. Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels would be my choice. Just hearing a song that Ibit comes up with for uh, or or the three thing. What? Comes up with or the, the three, three things. Randy's Randy's three. Oh, 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 got it. To remember yeah, yeah. when committing and English crime by Randy would be great. Uh, keep it up. Been with you since episode one, Adam B. Uh, so, yeah, dude. We. I don't know why we haven't done a guy Richie movie either. It seems weird. Yeah. Yeah, and the I one guess, that I the one that I've been tracking forever is the 2009 Sherlock Holmes. Mm. Oh, um, that'd be fine. I do that. I just like, I personally haven't wanted to do one of the movies where the point of it is that you don't understand what people are saying. <laughs> I just didn't, I, I don't know. I might, I might be convincible on this point. Like maybe it's okay, but I just, I don't know. I imagine an episode of film sack where all we talk about is, well, I didn't understand this. I didn't understand. Well, that's that. funny. Well, you say that's... that because I feel like the only movie of his that I've never under, I have no problem with the British stuff, like the really cockney accents and stuff and two, two barrels and all that but when it came to what's the one with brad pitt um snatch uh, Snatch, Mm -hmm. the only person in there i never knew what they were saying was him and i think that's on purpose yeah right we're supposed to not understand brad pitt but everybody else was fine for me so i wouldn't bother me i think it's more of like which which one is worthy of the of the guy richiness you know like what's the most guy richie thing we could watch and i don't know what that is probably probably block stock is my guess yeah yeah. I love that movie, but I'd watch, it. I'd watch that here. That'd be no problem. Too. Um, and I thought of a good one for, um, we were talking earlier about Nick Nolte. Uh, Cape Fear would probably be a great one for. Um, have we not? Didn't we do Cape Fear? We have did. we done Cape Fear? Uh, hold on. <laughs> we probably have that. If two of you we are did. thinking that we did. Okay. Yep, we All did. Right. It was uh, uh, 2017 Film Sack 321. Our first uh, and did- only Scorsese movie, I think. Right. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I was just I was just naming uh, Scorsese films in the Discord yesterday, and that was one of them. Um, I can't, I don't think. Yeah, I think it's the only one. Yeah, three twenty one January twenty seventeen. Yeah, the okay. only one. Uh, I remember that mainly for, for us anyway. Is there was something that was said on it that cracked me up so hard, and I thought about it for weeks. And for so for whatever reason, it's always in my head that yes, we've done Cape Fear, but I don't remember the joke. It was something Brandy said. Or I can't remember what it was. Something was funny as shit in that movie. 
and but I've forgotten Maybe. it. So that's I don't even know why. At I brought one it point in our film sack history, I very quietly vetoed, not vetoed. Wait, I talked to us a kind of out of Goodfellas, mm. mm-hmm. and I I think we could sack it. I'd have I, no I mean, problem doing it. I love that movie. I'll watch it eight more times if you ask me to. So let's do yeah. it. Yeah, I'll do Goodfellas. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's one of, but it, you know, you understand what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those where I'm like, I would, I would absolutely sack the Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know that we need to. Oh yeah, <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> that one might be it. Oh, I'm trying to remember if I even. That one just pissed me we off. Didn't we do? Oh uh, really? Yeah, because it just right. it, it just paints this picture of the worst of corporate greed and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I just hate it. It's not it's not a bad film by any stretch. It's you know Scorsese makes nothing yeah. but good films and. We get Margot Robbie for the first time, and there's a lot to like about it. I think DiCaprio's really good. Like everybody's good. It's just, I don't know. I hate, I hate corporate greed stuff. Sniff, snorting coke out of people's buttholes because that's you can't find any more thrills. It's just like we've a had, lot of you know. We've had uh, Shutter Island on the watch list for a while, just because at one point one of us said, "Hey, was the, how, how does that hold up?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's going on the watch list then." Um, yeah. I you know. I, I still haven't seen it. That's the, I've only seen, there's only two Scorsese movies I've never seen. That and Last Temptation of Christ, the only two I haven't seen. So I wouldn't mind seeing one of those. Yeah, Shutter mm-hmm. Island, for sure. I, I, yeah, let's not sack Last one. Temptation, please. Okay. No. You don't no. want to see Jesus, uh, um, Willem Dafoe, <laughs> Jesus? Defoe, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. When was a uh, Cavizio? Wasn't Jim Cavizio Jesus in something? Yeah, he's uh, in the Passion, Mel Gibson the one. Passion of the Christ, that's it. Yeah. That apparently messed messed up his brain he's weird now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh all right excellent well uh, we'll see what we can do about that adam b thank you so much for the recommendation and also uh night of the lepus i do think is a must so we're gonna have to get around to that yep uh keep those texts coming and voicemails 801 you can email us as well at uh filmsack at gmail.com you can also join us on our patreon which uh is a wonderful place for great people like josh schneider colin nelson brandon eschwick these are just three of our fantastic patrons, and uh, they know what they like because they get no commercials ever. They get pre-show content every week, monthly special bonus episodes from the hosts, most recently Randy. I think my month's next month. Randy. Is it? I think so. November is yeah, Scott. December is me. That's yeah. right. Uh, so uh, then January is me. That's right. <laughs> you get art in the mail. Oh, my gosh. So much stuff. Go check it out. That's patreon.com slash filmsec and support us today sport us right sport us next week we are finally after all these years of film sack doing the exorcist we are ending sacktober Ooh. with the freaking exorcist i'm so excited for this yeah. it's a little heavy 14 and it's also wait. our 14th anniversary 14 years of doing film sack wow. it's going to be uh, episode 625 i think that's that's a nice round yeah. number yeah and it's and it's uh it's it's like one of these movies i know there's at least three of us here who mm-hmm. need to deal with some childhood trauma here with yeah, this movie. Yeah, for sure. Yes, yes. So we're going to do that. And it's worked for me on FilmSack a number of times. Stuff I saw as a kid that freaked me out. We'd see it here and i go, that was dumb. Why was I so oh. freaking freaked out oh, about that? In addition to the FilmSack anniversary, it's the 50th anniversary of uh, of the film. Ah, look at us. Wow. Whoa, we didn't Not even plan enough. that. No, good timing to pick the... Uh, uh, pick the watch. I guess that's why they did the new one this years year. Old December twenty sixth, nineteen seventy three. So it was a Christmas <laughs> film. Uh, it released as a Christmas film. They put it out on ARP card. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Boxing Day, technically, but yeah. So isn't the girl in the new one? 
The, the, she was. She's old now, obviously. But Reagan. She's uh, old now. You think um, Linda Blair? Linda, is it who? Somebody yeah, is in the new one that they made that's not reviewing well. Oh no, no, no! It's the mom. It's uh, uh oh, yeah, uh, and Bank. You know who's the mom? Uh, Ellen Burstyn. Oh, is in the new one. Okay, yes. talking about because I think uh, she talks about. Uh, in the in the trailer, she talks about Reagan's death or something. Okay. Yeah, Tina said we are not watching that, so it's, it might be a hard sell to have her watch The Exorcist with me. We'll see how it goes. I just saw Ellen yeah. Bernstein in um, oh shit, uh, Interstellar. I forgot she was in that. She plays oh. old version of his daughter. I think is that her? Oh really? Oh, wow. I might be losing my mind. 2014 was that movie? Is it in here? I might have this wrong. <laughs> Oh no! It was Interstellar. She plays old Murph when wow. he when he comes after he comes back from all the time slippage stuff, and yeah, and uh, yeah. his daughter's old then, and it's that's who that is. Wild! All right, all my worlds are colliding. The Exorcist next week. <laughs> Everybody, get some uh, fake pea soup in your mouth. Get ready to throw that all yep. over the place. Uh, Spin your head around. Yeah, maybe don't bring a cross, uh, handheld one. You're gonna know. watch that Leslie Nielsen spoof of it instead. <laughs> Dead and loving it. I love that this one's yeah, really getting under Dunaway's skin as a horror right. fan. You're like this huge horror fan, and you're like, oh, I don't know. Love horror. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Horror. Horror. I love the horror. Love the horror. Uh, that's next week, right here at FilmSack. FilmSack.com is our we our weeb site. A we a we little website. Yeah. What's wrong with me? Worldwide weebs. It's our worldwide weeb site. Uh, frog is FilmSack.com. That's where it's at. Patreon.com/slash/FilmSack, and uh, leave us reviews wherever you get your shows. That would be wonderful. It helps us a lot in the rankings, gets us discovered, all that kind of fun stuff. That is going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Want to play? We'll see you next time. Get more at frogpants.com. He's been moving and talking for days without any batteries in him. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.